Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, wow, you've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Our opening kickoff is presented by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts? Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises, Ransom Hayes, Gray Ben Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. We're ready to go. Tigers in all white today. Black helmets with a victory Tiger logo on the side. The mules wearing their black Home jerseys with red number and no trim. Not a fan of that. <laughs> red pants. <laughs> Number's hard to read, but oh well. We're ready to go. Fort A State, Central Missouri here today. Last time the Tigers were here, they lost a tough one to the Mules by four and really kind of cost them a playoff spot. There's a fluttering kick that's going to land and roll out of bounds inside the five-yard line, so not a good start on the opening kickoff of this ball game off the foot of Parker Jenke. So the Mules are going to get good starting field position here to start the ball game. Well, you, you wanted to start well, and that's, that's not it. I, I don't think the instructions were kick it out of bounds to start the game. So the Mules will have it first and 10 at their own 35-yard line, and we are ready to get this one underway here at what, uh, Kennedy Field as Fort Hay State lines up with their four-down lineman without Keon Clark today, probably out maybe next week as well with a leg injury. Play-action pass, and Tweehouse has plenty of time. He's got a man open, a stretching catch by Cam Saunders here in front of their sideline, out of bounds at the 40, 26 yards on the very first play of the game. He found a soft spot in that defense, and Central Missouri has the ball in Tiger territory. Well, and that's no pass rush at all. The quarterback just hung out, Tweehouse, had no no rush at all in his face. That's one of the effects of Keon Clark not being in the game. Arkell Smith and Cam Saunders wide far side. Again, Tweehouse this time hands it off and stumbling and falling in the backfield is Colby Wilkerson. He stumbled right back of the 40, so no gain on their first run of the game. It's second down and 10. If he doesn't, if he doesn't stumble, it's probably going to be about a 10-yard gain. So the Tigers catch a break. He trips on the turf. And the Mules will have it second down and 10 from their Tiger 40. Opening possession here at uh, Walton Stadium in Warrensburg. Arkell Smith comes in motion to the near side. Two receivers left. Tweehouse throws. Stretching catch. A gain of five by Smith. He caught that in front of Ty Cooper. Not a great throw. Smith was open. He made the diving catch. He picks up five to the 35. And now third down and five for Central Missouri. Well, you can see the scripted plays yeah. that Central Missouri is coming out with. Long pass, run to the outside of the tackles, then a underneath pass trying to figure out where to attack the defense. They're 37% on third down this year. That is near the bottom, 10th out of 12 in the MIAA. Tigers with three down linemen get to Tweehouse, and down he goes. Nazir Mallory, the sack, back of the 46-yard line. Tweehouse had plenty of time on his first three pass attempts. That time, Mallory 
Gets him back of the 46-yard line for the sack. Nazir Mallory's third sack of the year, and the Mules will have to punt after moving into Tiger territory. That is a coverage sack, Gerard. That's eight dropping back in coverage, and they were all around the receivers. There was nowhere for Tweehouse to throw. So Mallory able to run him down from behind, and now from the 46, the Mules will put this one away high and wobbly. Alex Schramer runs under it. He'll call for the fair catch at about the 17-yard line. It'll be a 30-yard punt, and Fort A. State, who gave up a big chunk play to start the game, will have the ball at their own 18-yard line in a scoreless tie with 12.53 to go here in the first quarter. Well, if the trend continues of what this year is for Central Missouri, it's their offense that has kept them in games and the defense that has let them down. Tigers stopped the thing that's kept them in games. It's time for the offense now for Fort Hay State to do their job. Chance Fuller lines up in the pistol. Adrian Soto behind him. Four wide receivers. Schramer and Manny Ramsey near side. Now Hunter Butke will move back to the traditional tight end spot. Handed off to Soto. Not a lot of running room as he runs around that right side behind Lovett and Strotter, but he gets it out to the 21. A three-yard gain on first down. Brings up second down and seven for four-day state. So they go on the round uh, on the ground. Chris Strotter, Tyler Lovett on that right side. Senatuli Teohema, the center. Pat Kelly, Mari Angram, Bolden anchoring that left side of that offensive line. The two veterans who've been around for a long, long time. Well, and you wonder, last week, the absence of Strotter, how big of a difference that would have made in the game. There's a swing pass caught by Soto here in the near flat. He's at the 25 and tries to ram his way through two defenders. He's got a first down across the 30 and up to the 31-yard line. So he'll pick up 10, and that'll move the chains. Again, patient running, and he was able to get a little bit of help from his wide receivers and then banged into a couple of defenders and got the first down. So four-day state with a first and 10. They're out to their own 31-yard line. No score. The Mules got it down at the Tiger 35, but a sack by Nazir Mallory, and they had a punt. Two receivers right, one here to the left side is Alex Schramer. Now Soto will line up from the left and move to the right of Fuller. Takes the pass, throws downfield, caught by Bucky, makes a man miss. He's across the 40, has a first down up to the 43-yard line, and again at 12. Chance Fuller with his two pass attempts now tied and moves past Travion Albert for fifth at all-time pass attempts at Fort Hayes State. That one goes for 11 and a Fort Hayes State first down. A lot of safe plays for the Tigers on the first three plays that have been called up. Just trying to get the ball out of the hands quick of the quarterback. Soto to the left of Fuller in the shotgun. Schramer here to the near side. Birchfield and Manny Ramsey, wide receivers right. There's Soto clogged up the middle, and he gets hit by a defensive lineman. Lots and or lets and then goes down for no gain. He got back to the 42. There was no running room there at all for the Tiger running back, Adrian Soto, second down to 10. Well, we're going to see a lot of guys on defense for Central Missouri, and the guy that just made the tackle, you don't have on your charts, no. Gerard, and you they have about 25 guys on there. They have gone through. They play about, it seems like, 40 guys on defense. You watch film, and it's someone who's not even on the two deep. They've also battled some injuries. There's a little movement up front. Tigers throw a pass, a screen to Ramsey here on the near side. He's out near midfield. They're going to bring him down at the 49-yard line. Cody Bell, they're all MIAA safety from two years ago. The tackle at the 48. It's a six-yard gain. And now Fort A. State facing third down and four. First third down attempt for the Tigers, who so far this year, Pretty decent, 50%, 48 to 96. That's third best in the conference, 16th best in the country. They were 6 of 14 a week ago. 
Three receivers right, two to the left, empty backfield. Soto and Schramer left side, the short side of the formation. Butkey, now they're going to switch. Butkey will go to the line of scrimmage, and Birchfield will back off. He's one of three to the right side. Fuller takes the snap, fires, caught by Ramsey, hit hard, and then the ball jarred free. He had it for a minute. They rolled it in completion. It would have been a first down. Boy, he took a shot, and Manny Ramsey a little slow to get up. He took one shot, then he took another one. That jarred it free, and it's fourth down. This has been a problem area for the Tigers, Gerard, in between the 40s. And the first person to go over to Manny Ramsey is Chance Fuller, letting him know, hey, man, I did not mean to leave you out to dry. Uh, are you okay? But this has been a problem there. You look back at the games that Fort Hay State hasn't been able to advance the ball past the 40s. Yep. This has been the issue. So Ethan Stassen to punt. Pretty good kick. High and end over end. It's going to be fair caught at the 14-yard line. So a 38-yard punt. Each team with a possession. Ending in a punt, and we have a timeout. 9.45 to go in the first quarter. No score here in Warrensburg between Fort A. State and Central Missouri on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. No score as Central Missouri will have their second possession of the ball game. They're going to start they're going to mark on their own 15-yard line after the 37-yard punt from Fort A. State's Ethan Sausset. Trevor Tweehouse, the Washburn transfer, is the quarterback. They made the start after three games. Play action, has time, steps up, throws. He's got a man open to the 30, out to the 35. It is Smith near the 40-yard line. Just found the soft spot in the Tiger defense. They're going to say his knee hit at the 38-yard line. So a very good completion of 23 on first down. Well, and again, it's just the... It's the lack of pressure on Tweehouse right now. Yeah. Tigers rushing for that time, and they just put no pressure on him at all. Seidel and Saunders are the interior. Kuhn and Mallory, the defensive ends, hand off to Williamson, or make that Wilkerson, and not a lot of running room, although it does get it across the 40 to the 41, just running right up the middle of the field. Dalton Kuhn in on that tackle, along with Miles Menchus, and some help from Mason Perez. They're going to mark at the 41, three-yard gain, second down and seven for Central Missouri. Scoreless tie. Each team punting on their opening possession. We brought up Miles Menges' name. you got to imagine he is going to be getting some sort of postseason honors in the MIAA yeah. for the season he's having. Yeah. Freshman along with uh, John Johnson, the linebackers. There's another handoff to well play action. They dump it here in the near flat to Drew Slager, and he's out across the 45 near a first down to about the 47. He needed the 48. Let's see where they mark it. He's awfully close, and they're going to say first down. They give him the 48, a gain of seven, and a moves the change for Central Missouri. Again, out near midfield. They got it down to the Tiger 35 on their opening possession, but then Fort A. State got a big sack on third down and forced them to punt. Yeah, you mentioned the play-action pass. That sucked in John Johnson, and then they blocked him from the outside in and threw that little screen into the flat. Wilkerson lines up as a wide receiver, now goes into the backfield. They'll play action to him. Tweehouse, plenty of time. Airs it deep downfield in the double coverage. It's going to be broken up and almost intercepted. Jaqueline Brown has been battling some back issues and hasn't really played much in the last three weeks, was there in coverage along with Jordan Starks, and Jaqueline almost had the pick. The intended wide receiver on that play actually kind of became a defensive back and jarred it free at second and ten. Well, you're right, Gerard, but that is another thing that we've seen where the Tigers give up that inside leverage, and it's because Jordan Starks, the safety, recognized the play. He was able to run back and get inside. High Otherwise, snap. Tweehouse fumbles. Wilkerson picks it up in the backfield. The running back looks like he wants to throw. He will throw, and it's tipped in, intercepted by Starks. 
The pass was tipped by Mason Perez, and Starks picks it off in front of the Tigers' sideline. Fort A State, just their second interception of the season. A busted play, and the Tigers get the turnover. They'll have it at their own 40-yard line. That was worst-case scenario for Central Missouri because that court, that running back is rolling out. If nothing else, the coaches are probably okay with him just throwing it out of bounds. And But you're not used to what needs to happen there, and you throw it up for grabs. So it was tipped by Perez, and then Starks caught it off the deflection for Fort Hayes State. And Fort A. State has the ball. That is Stark's first interception this year, the fifth in his career. Fuller, he's being chased, and he's going down back of the 30-yard line. He could not get away from the grasp of Brock Baird, a Quincy, Illinois product. And Fuller sacked back of the 31-yard line, losing 10. Well, and he had no chance to throw, but that was also tight coverage in the secondary by Central Missouri. There was nowhere to throw that football. Josh Okechuku into the ball game. He'll be split wide to the right along with tight end Hunter Budke. Manny Ramsey and Birchfield here to the near side. Deontay Crutchfield out for the year with an injury suffered last week. Fuller throws downfield. Great catch by Okachuku in traffic. He's got it down to the Central Missouri 30, 41-yard line. They're going to mark him down right there. 29-yard completion. What a catch by Okachuku. Yeah, he took it away from Cody Bell, who's a second-team All-MIAA pick in 2019. Strong safety, but Okachuku 6'3", 220. Bell 5'10", 185. That was good coverage. A better throw and catch. Great catch in traffic, then carried him. The Tigers down to the Mule, 41-yard line. Scoreless game here in the first quarter with 6.45 to play. Tigers from left to right, or make that right to left, going from south to north. Handoff to Keelan Chapman, hit in the backfield. Should have gone down, tries to extend the play, and gets taken down back of the 48-yard line. He'll lose seven. Could have been a loss of a couple. He tried to extend the play and bounce out of the tackle and then loses a couple of more yards. So Fort A. State goes negative on that first down play. It'll be second down and 18. Well, how is this a Central Missouri team that struggled so mightily on defense? Because yeah. they have come out and they are taking it right to Fort Hayes State. So Fort A. State after the turnover trying to score the Tigers this year. Of course, they haven't created as many turnovers as they have in the past. 17 points off of turnovers. They've been outscored by seven in points off turnovers for four-day state. That was just their seventh takeaway of the year. Fuller dumps it in the flat to Chapman. The running back barrels into a mule, stays on his feet inside the 35, and is near a first down all the way down to the 32-yard line. Boy, he just lowered that shoulder. He picks up 16. It'll be third down and two. Well, that got the entire sideline fired up for Fort Hayes State, including the defensive guys, because Keelan Chapman, he ran right through the first would-be tackler and then drug the next two for an extra three yards, something for the sideline to get fired up about. They're going to say his knee hit at the 33-yard line, so it's going to bring up third down and two yards to go for the Tigers no score Fort A State's second possession created after the turnover Bashan Waiters is the quarterback takes the snap play action he's got Bucky wide open he makes the catch at the 10 5 touchdown Fort Hayes State Bashan Waiters hit a wide open Hunter Butkey 
The only question was would he catch it? And it kind of bobbled off his fingertips, but Butkey hauls it in and takes it in for the score. His 16 catch of the year, and it's six to nothing Tigers with 5.09 to go. Sometimes there's no higher ca- uh, pressure catch than the one that there's nobody 20 yards away from you and a perfectly thrown pass because you can't drop that one. But then also on that particular play, that was Vashon Waiters, a quarterback. And what does Vashon do every single time that he has the ball? He runs, Jackson Webb. Yeah, that he does. I, that one was drew up perfectly executed it to perfection. Like you said, most of the time when Vashon Waiters is in there, 99% of the time he's going to run. But on that 1%, he had Hunter Butkey wide open. Great pitch and catch. Obviously the Mules, I think we're thinking that was going to be a running play, and we have a timeout. 5.09 to go, first quarter, 7-0. Fort A. State on the Tigers Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice cold Bud Light today and remember to always drink responsibly. 7-0 Tigers, they score off the turnover. The interception by Jordan Starks leads to a 33-yard touchdown pass from Bashan Waiters to a wide-open Hunter Butke, 7-0 Fort Hayes State. Now the kick from Parker Janke, his first one out of bounds. It's going to be returned by Jai Haynes from the 5, up the near numbers 15 across the 20, then gets upended on the return by Sam Brandt and taken down. They're going to say he got catapulted to the 25-yard line, and that's where Central Missouri will have it first and 10. Sam Brandt was a heat-seeking missile <laughs> off, of a, off of a jet plane. Well, he the- came flying down there. If he doesn't make that tackle, it might have been six for Central Missouri. What a tackle. Sam Brandt's been so good on special teams this year. First and ten, Mules. They had a busted play that turned into an interception and a four-day state touchdown. Three wide receivers to the left, and now the tight end will come over here to the near side of the formation. That is Malik Claiborne. They're going to throw a pass on the far flat to Drew Slager. Has it across the 30, up to about the 31-yard line, brought down there by Starks and Miles Menchus. It's about six on first down to the 31, second down and four for Central Missouri. They've been able to move the ball on Fort A. State, but a big sack on their first possession and then an interception on the last possession, and the Tigers have a 7 nothing lead. Yeah, they've had two plays of over 20 yards, 25 and 23 passing. Devin White is in at quarterback here in the near side play action. Tweehouse throws it to Slager, and he gets a block, but he can't get around the Tiger defense. John Johnson wrapped him up. It's only going to be a, gar- a yard, a one-yard gain to the 32-yard line. He had a blocker, but too many white jerseys there to bring him down third down and three. Yeah, John Johnson. Johnson also shed the block of a tight end, Malik Claiborne, and I, he just he just pushed him off, just got rid of him, discarded him, like he was getting rid of a little brother, and then made the tackle. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter, 7-0 Tigers, big third down for Central Missouri. They're 0-1 on third down today. Tweehouse in the shotgun, he's got Wilkerson to his right, takes the snap, throws across the middle, the ball caught, but Devin White right there to make the tackle for no gain. A crossing pattern to Zion Perry, who's back after missing a couple of games with an injury, and he is brought down immediately for no gain. It's fourth and three. What a bizarre set of routes by Central Missouri. Not a single one was ran past the first down stick. It was third and three, and not a single route was beyond the sticks, and there was no pressure. They went max protect and ran two crossing routes underneath three yards. And a great open field tackle because yeah. White made the stop and gave up no gain. Now Fort A. State, they have 10 on the line of scrimmage. 
Are they coming after him? No, they're going to set up a return. High spiral pump. Boy, a good one. Sends Schramer back, and he makes a nice catch, a fair catch at the 23-yard line. That's a 46-yard punt off the foot of Josh Reynolds, a freshman from Wildwood, Missouri. And four-day state will have it at their own 22-yard line, leading 7-0. Tiger football brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. Guys, we've talked all year long about Fort Hayes State needing to take advantage of situations. Well, this is one to take a two-possession lead in the first quarter. When's the last time that has happened? Well, you're the stat guy. I figured you would know that. <laughs> it's been a while. I don't I don't think it has it all. There's, well, Missouri Southern. Yeah, probably Lincoln. There's a, oh, yeah, there you go. Across the middle, Okachuka, a nice big catch, and then gets hit. Just shot. No, they're going to give him the first down after the 33-yard line. So he'll pick up 11. Two strong catches by Josh Okachuku across the middle in traffic. That one goes for 11, and it's a first and 10 for Fort A State. He's a big body to throw to. 6-3-220, the transfer from Nassau Community College in New York. And Fort A. State has it first and 10 after their own 33, leading 7-0. Inside three to go here in the first quarter. Fuller takes the snap, dropping back to pass, looking downfield for his running back, Sono. And Adrian can't make the catch. He was defended here up on the near sideline by Azalo Bello, a linebacker out of Blue Springs, Missouri. That ball from Chance just a little bit overthrown. Second down and 10. Left guard on this team is Amari Ingram Bolden. He is a second team All-MIAA pick back in 2018. Uh, third team in 19. They ran a little twist in the middle of that defense, and Angram Bolden double-punched the, the defensive end right in the chest and dropped him in the middle of the field. Second down and 10. Tigers from their own 33-yard line. Play action. Fuller slings it, and it's almost intercepted. He had Waiters and Ramsey there. He just kind of sidestepped a defender, and Devin Smith almost intercepted it. It'll bring up third down and 10. Well, he's, he's lucky he has a helmet attached to his head because they brought a blitz from his blind side. And that was brought because of what they what Central Missouri would have seen last week when Fort Hayes State played and that blitz off the edge by Central Oklahoma that got to the blind side of the quarterback. Third down and 10 for the Tigers. They're one for two today on third down. Two receivers split to the right, one here to the left. That's Okachuku already two catches today. Here comes a delayed blitz. Fuller throws. He's got a man. It's caught. It's Birchfield. Breaks a tackle. He's across the 50 and down to the mule 48-yard line. It's a first and 10 for Fort A. State. There is a flag in the backfield, though. Hold everything. Back of the 26-yard line, and Fort A. State acting like this might be a hold against them. Our lead referee today is James Bookhart. Well, that was a nice catch by Birchfield, and he broke the tackle. Chance sure doesn't think no, so. No, now I think he's moving forward. Okay, there was contact, but the defender got blocked in, so no penalty. It's going to go down as a 19-yard pass completion, and Fort A. State down to the mule, 48-yard line. So they convert on third down and 10. So Chance was hit late, but it was because of the blocking that knocked the Mule into Fuller, no flag. First and 10 Tigers. They're 
in Central Missouri territory, leading 7 to nothing with 2.23 to go in the first quarter. Handoff, Adrian Soto tries to knife his way up the middle and not much running room, maybe a yard. They're going to mark him at the 46, so give him two, second down and eight. I want to go back to something that the uh, couple of the guys mentioned this week in the press conferences, was talking about winning as a team and not individuals. There has been more picking each other up off the ground, more sideline yelling for one another than there has been in any game this year for the Tigers. That's a good sign. It was it was certainly a gut check. The two losses, overtime to Washburn, and then by 10 last week, maybe it took that to get him on the same page. Here's Fuller. He's got Okachuku open near flat, tries to juke around a defender, spins by him, still on his feet to the 30, then gets his ankles taken out from under him right there, but he'll pick up. 16 yards and a first down to the Mule 30-yard line, and Josh Okachuku having a big first quarter. We uh, we got to talk to him after the Washburn loss. Well-spoken young man, but he also brought up a very interesting point about himself, and we've heard this about players transferring into programs, and it just took him a while to get used to the MIAA, get used to football at this level, but he really thought since he did, he could be much more of a factor. One of the best beards on the team as well. <laughs> yeah, not one of the best. First and ten Tigers. They're down to the Buell 30, leading 7 nothing, nearing the one-minute mark of the first quarter. Pistol formation. They're going to run a flea flicker. Soto flips it back to Fuller. Nobody's open. Chance stretches to his right, and he throws it off the hands of Okachuku. We bragged him up, and he dropped it to the 24-yard line. First quarter today brought to you by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today, and remember to drink responsibly. Well, Josh, it wouldn't have been a big game, but it would have been positive yards, and give Central Missouri credit. The Tigers tried the, the uh, flea flicker, and nobody was open after Forday State's touchdown pass. Came to a wide open Hunter Butkey. Had Chance had eyes on the back of his helmet, he would have seen Soto well, getting trying to run an option play with him. Would have been a pitch and a big run for Adrian. Two receivers right, one left. Fuller play action. Steps up in the pocket. Heaves it downfield. It's going to be caught by Manny Ramsey. Touchdown, Fort Hay State. The Tigers have a 13 to nothing lead with 52 seconds to go in the first quarter. A 30-yard touchdown pass from Fuller to Manny Ramsey. And he was able to break away late from the coverage and catch it right at the goal line for the score. Yeah, that coverage in the secondary, there was some contact between the two. The ball was in the air, and Manny did a great job to go out and find where the pass was at and go get it. Oh, the Tigers do get that two-possession lead, and now Avila Castro will come in for the extra point, and he splits the upright. So Fort Hayes State has a 14-0 lead as they score on their last two possessions after punting on their first, and the Tigers are up 14 to nothing with 52 seconds to go. Six, eight plays and 78 yards for the score. Let's go downstairs to Jackson Wendis. Hayes Kalon, sideline update. Yeah, the thing that really stands out to me on that drive, you guys, was the, the play of the tackles. The tackles. Right tackle Christopher Strader and the left tackle Pat, Pat Kelly giving Chance Fuller a lot of time to deliver the ball right there for a nice touchdown. Yeah, you're right. He has been under a little pressure this, today, but not on that drive. By the way, your sideline updates brought to you by Hayes Kalon. The green grass you want this spring starts by spring in the fall. Call Kurt, 623-8427. Brady at 369-4304. Hayes Kalon, the secret to a beautiful lot. And now we start to see the Central Missouri defense giving up the big plays. Yep. And part of it, they're so aggressive up front that the Tigers have been able to go over the top 
This could be one of those monster passing days for Chance Fuller because of the aggressiveness of Central Missouri to try to stop the run. They've given up at least three plays of 30 or 25 or more today. That puts them at 32, and now they have given up nine touchdowns on plays of 25 or more yards this season. Tigers are up 14-0, and they haven't been in the farm implement and supply yep. red zone. I say the sponsor because there's a chance that the Tigers <laughs> might not get into that 20-yard line today. There's a line drive kick off the foot of Janky, taken to the five-yard line. And that is Jai Haynes on the return. He gets upended again. And once again, Sam Brandt on that tackle torpedo in the return man. And they're going to say he went down where? About the 20. I haven't marked it yet. They're going to say 22 yard line is where the Mules will have it. Not every player is going to be a starter when you get to college. And not every player will ever start or see significant time. Sam Brandt is making the most of his time. The freshman out of Piedmont, Oklahoma, Bethany High School. Maybe he'll be a starter one day, but he's not now. What do you provide for your team when you're not a starter, when you're not coming off the bench and playing? Sam Brandt, special teams. Tweehouse in the pistol with Wilkerson behind him. Two tight ends, two wide receivers. Play action. Tweehouse heaves it up near side. It's going to be caught, and that'll be a first down. Arkell Smith, the catch at the 38-yard line. A 16-yard gain and a first and 10 for Central Missouri, able to find a soft spot of the defense to move the chains. Well, here's the first downs for Central Missouri. 25 yards, 0. 23 yards, 3. 0, 7, and 16. Guess what happened on the times where they didn't get a first down and first down? They gave it back to the Tigers. They were sacked on third down on their first possession. Forced him to punt and then an interception. There's an option play to Wilkerson around the left side. He's got some room, and he's got a first down as he crosses the 45 and gets up to the 47. Jaqueline Brown on that tackle. Jordan Starks also helping out, but all the way up to the 49-yard line. He picks up 11 on the option play, and back-to-back plays of 10 or more in the first down for the Mules. They'll need to snap this in the next eight seconds if they want to get this off in the first quarter. They hurry up, and now they're going to let that clock wind down. So Forday State scores two touchdowns in that first 15 minutes. And they have the lead. We're through one here in Warrensburg. Fort A State 14, Central Missouri nothing. Back for the second quarter on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Open Hunter Budkey and then a 30-yard strike from Chance Fuller to Manny Ramsey. And the Tigers have a 14-0 lead. First and 10 mules. They now shift sides. They'll be going from our right to left and south to north here at Walton Stadium at Kennedy Field here in mid-Missouri. Handoff to Wilkerson, stutter steps his way and gets taken down from behind. Dalton Kuhn in on the tackle for Fort A State. Also got some help from Wyatt Seidel, the McPherson product. Short gain of a couple to the Tiger 49. Second down for the Mules, second down and eight. Oh, and this has been the issue for Central Missouri in this game is after getting a short or no gain on first down of not doing anything with it after that. So it's second down and eight. Mules at the Tiger 49. They've been able to move the ball, and then they stall. Now Wilkerson in motion out of the backfield. Quarterback draw for Tweehouse, and Sanders fell down. Javaris Sanders was there, and now a late flag comes in at the end of the play. Javaris fell down. It was a quarterback draw. Menges on the tackle at the 43, and then a flag came in late. We'll see about the penalty marker after the six-yard run. But Javaris was setting up to make that stop, and his feet just went out from under him, and he slipped to his backside. Face mask. So Menges with the face mask penalty after the run. And so the run plus the penalty is going to give him a first down down to the Tiger 28-yard line. 
Well, the Tigers in the full bend but do not break yeah. mode of defense right now. Today's second quarter presented by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud today and a reminder to drink responsibly. 14-0 Tigers were early in the second quarter. The Mules down to the Tiger 28-yard line, their deepest penetration of the football game. Three receivers right, tight end here to the near side. Jared Buback, who played four years at Arizona State and then transferred to Nebraska. There's a pass toward the end zone. They're going to fire it up, and it's going to be broken up at the last minute. It was intended for Smith, and it was broken up by the Larned freshman Mason Perez. Good one-on-one coverage, and Perez able to get that hand in there and knock it free. Tigers are excited about Perez, and he made a great play there against Smith, who's been their main target today. Yeah, there should have been a penalty in the backfield, too, because a blitz from Menges off the edge, and Kobe Wilkerson, the running back, just went down to the ground, and then he just swings his legs out yeah. and trips Menges. I mean, it, it's got to be called. It's one of those it's one of those penalties that a major has a major impact on what happens on the next two plays. Wilkerson the lone setback. They're going to hand it off to him. He breaks a tackle of the line of scrimmage, breaks out of another tackle from Menges, and then gets taken down by Ty Cooper. A minimal gain to the 27, and we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A State football. That was a one-yard run on the draw play to Wilkerson. Third down and nine for Central Missouri. They're 0 for 2 on third down today. And we'll send Jai Haynes in motion near side. Tweehouse to throw. Steps up. Now he's hit, and he's going down. Miles Menges. No, that's John Johnson on the tackle. John Johnson makes the sack. Menges was right there as well, but Johnson's going to get credit for the sack. Back of the 34-yard line, a loss of seven. Second sack of the day for Fort A. State. And now the Mules look like they're going to go for it here on fourth and about six. 17 or 18. Nope. They'll bring the punt unit on late. Well, I really thought that they were going to go ahead and go for this just because the field position right now yeah. on the well, punt is it'd be a position punt, I guess, is what you're hoping for. But if it goes to the end zone, they're going to gain about 12 yards of field position, 14 yards. Well, remember, they ran a fake punt yeah. here two years ago down near their own goal line. This time they are going to punt it through. It's Josh Reynolds trying to pin the Tigers deep. Lands inside the 10, takes a great bounce out of bounds at around the 5. They're going to say the 4-yard line. It's a 30-yard punt, but it pins the Tigers inside their own five, and we have a timeout. 12.23 to go here in quarter number two. Four-day state on top of Central Missouri, 14-0. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Four-day state pinned back of their own four-yard line here. And we lost our feed. We Windows don't open, and we've lost our crowd mic feed. We apologize. Handoff up the middle. Ball carrier for the Tigers, number two. Well, they have switched. We're catching up the PA, but we lost our crowd, Mike. There's a run of two yards to the six-yard line. Second down. Second down and eight. So we apologize. This is one of my favorite venues. It has been a house of horrors today as we near Halloween. We have had technical issues, and now we lost our feed from the crowd. There's our sideline. It's a little staticky. Here's Fuller from the goal line throwing downfield looking for Manny Ramsey. Makes a leaping catch across the 40 and up to the 44-yard line. Manny Ramsey got inside leverage and was able to haul that one down in front of Josh Terry. They're going to mark him at the 46-yard line. A gain of 40 and it's a first down for Fort A. State. 
Yeah, what a pass. Just went up side, went up top, and Manny Ramsey, you give him one-on-one and give him inside leverage, he's going to come down with the catch. So first and ten again, we apologize. There, we got it back. First and ten, Tigers at their own 46, leading 14-0. Handoff, Keelan Chapman with a ball of fire. Breaks a tackle across the 45, down to the mule 40. Keelan Chapman with one of his stronger runs of the year. And Fort A. State has a first down to the mule 39-yard line. And Pat Kelly came up limping on that play. His right leg really bothering him after he got taken down towards the back. uh, In the the back, he kind of got rolled up on on the back end of that play. That's a 14-yard run from Keelan Chapman. He was hit in the backfield but just barreled off that tackler and has a first down of the Mule 40. Tigers up 14-0. Four minutes into the second quarter. They're trying to punch it into that south end zone going from left to right. Play action. Fuller under pressure. Throws it late. Caught by Budkey, and he's going to be taken down for maybe a half of a yard gain. Not a lot of running room after he made that catch. He was brought down by Durrani Taylor. He's a Hometown product here. He's from Warrensburg, but went to Crestridge High and not Warrensburg High. Moved to the 40, so no gain on that pass completion. Brings up second down and 10. Sun trying to peek through overcast skies here today. Second down and 10. Tigers from their own 40-yard line. Or excuse me, from the Mules' 40-yard line, leading 14 to nothing. Ball in the near hash, jab of the running back, Soto in there, comes in motion, they play action, caught by Budke, up the near sideline, 30, hit from behind, the momentum carries him to the first down, to the Central Missouri 27-yard line, a gain of 13, and another first down for Fort Hayes State. Well, a nice catch by Budke, and he was able to shed a tackler and get the first down. Yeah, and that was a great misdirection because Soto requires so much presence and all the eyes on him. So Butkey just pretty well exited, or went into the area that Soto exited and was able to make the catch. Okachuku had a big first quarter, and Manny Ramsey split to the left. Montario Birchfield here to the right. They'll look to the sideline for the play. We're inside, 10 to go in the second. Tigers leading the Mules 14 to nothing. Chapman in the backfield. There's the hand slap. They give the Keelan. He's in the backfield. Breaks off the tackle. Now bounces out to the right and is able to get two yards to the 25. Boy, he was met when he took the handoff and was able to manage a little bit out of what looked to be nothing. They're going to say he stepped out of the 26, so he gets one. And now it's going to bring up second down and nine. You know, some guys don't run like their size. Keelan Chapman runs like a guy who's 5'11", 225. (laughs) That's indeed right. Butkey the tight end, Ramsey and Okochuku split out to the left. Birchfield here to the right. Chapman the running back, left of Fuller, who takes the shotgun snap. Chance with time, little happy feet dancing. Now the pocket crumbles, and he goes down. He's sacked back of the 35-yard line. Andre Gilbert on that tackle makes the sack for Central Missouri, and it's going to bring up a third down. And 18 for the Tigers. Yeah, it was a three-man rush, but then a linebacker, Devin Smith, honorable mention, MIAA in 19. He came crashing in and just flushed him from the pocket. So it's third down and 18. The Tigers now from the 35 of Central Missouri. Fort A. State's been pretty good today, two for three on third down. But this time they need 18 yards down to about the... 17-yard line. There's the snap. Fuller steps up, zings it near side. It's caught by Ramsey, and he's taken down at the 28. You almost wonder, are they going to bring the field goal unit in, or they were they lining up for a 
Yeah, they're bringing yeah, the bring field goal. They're bringing the punt team. Is that punt team or field goal? Nope, it looks like the field goal. Field goal, they're going to try a long one here. So they picked up eight. They needed 18. They're down to the 27-yard line. Tigers now two for four on third down today. So this is going to be a 44-yard field goal attempt from Fernando Avila Castro. It's his second longest attempt, and if he makes it, it'll be the longest of his career. Ball is on the left hash. Trey Van Pelt, the snapper. Hunter Brown, the holder. The hold is down. There's the kick fluttering to the uprights. Does he have enough? It is no good. He missed it. So Avila Castro misses on the 44-yard field goal try, and he is now three for eight on field goals this year. And what do we have here? Media timeout. Okay, media. I saw the official. I did not see a flag. So we'll take a break. 7.43 to go here in the second. Tigers lead it 14 to nothing on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wertenberger Construction. The road stopped by GNL Tire and Automotive. They've got tires for all conditions and budgets, along with complete automotive care, service, and repair. And you'll get a free estimate before any work is done. GNL Tire on the bricks, downtown Hayes. First and 10 mules from their own 27. They give it to Wilkerson. Did the ball pop free? I think it did. Menges comes up with a the football. They're going to roll him down. Wilkerson got a couple of yards. Menges came up with a football, and I think they're going to say down by contact. At the, yep. Central Missouri down by contact with a 29 on a two-yard gain. That was close to another turnover. The Mules threw an interception on a busted play earlier, which eventually resulted in a four-day state touchdown, their first of the day. And for credit to Tweehouse, it wasn't him, the quarterback. <laughs> it was the running back that threw the tipped pass. Yes, that's a good point. They're going to say a two-yard gain, second down and eight. Tweehouse in the pocket, looks to his right now, shuffles to his left. Nobody open, being chased, hit as he throws, and it's incomplete. He was trying to go downfield for Cam Saunders, but he was well defended by Jimon Preston, and also in coverage was Tyler, or excuse me, uh, Ty Cooper, and it goes incomplete. Third down and eight for Central Missouri. Yeah, I know that the Tigers didn't get to the quarterback in order to be able to take him down, but they kept him contained, and he wasn't able to run. And Twiles isn't a great threat to run, but they didn't let him advance, and then great coverage by the eight in the secondary. Central Missouri 0 for 3 so far on third down. They need eight here from their own 29-yard line. Tigers up 14 to nothing midway through the second quarter. Three rivals receivers bunched in a triangle to the left side. Tweehouse to throw, getting some pressure. Dumps it in the flat. He's got a man wide open. That's Saunders. He's got a first down near midfield, taken down by Starks, and again some help from Perez, but a little crossing pattern, and Cam Saunders caught it here in the left flat and takes it all the way up to the 49-yard line on a gain of 20 and a first down. And I know you have to have the personnel to do it, but with the success that we've seen teams on those crossing routes, I'm surprised more haven't done it. So they're out near midfield once again, and again the Mules moving. They've been in the Tiger territory a lot. High snap, handoff Wilkerson, and Nazir Mallory tracks him down from behind. The interior line on that side doesn't get the tackle, but they slowed that play up, and Mallory chasing him from the backside, able to make the stop for just a two-yard gain to the Tiger 49. Yeah, they, they blew up the hole in the middle so that there was nowhere to run. It redirected the route of the uh, of the play and then was cleaned up by everybody else but the tigers have kind of gone exclusively to this three down yep. look for the last two series sanders is the nose guard mallory in there along with sterling swopes play action little misdirection and a comeback catch at the 35 by camp saunders in front of jive and preston a little misdirection to the left and saunders with a nice catch 
14 yards and a first down. Yeah, it, it caught Sterling Swopes. He's the backside guy to that play. And so when the misdirection went away from him, he started running in. The quarterback had pulled the ball, came back out. So he gets trapped in, and it allows the play to extend out on the bootleg. And three down linemen for Fort Hay State. They give to Wilkerson around the right side. Now cuts it up the middle, and Jordan Starks grabs him and brings him down with a little bit of help from John Johnson. It's to the 28-yard line. Seven-yard gain on that first down run. Brings up second down and a long three. Now wholesale defensive, defensive switches up front for Fort Hay State. Now they take three defensive linemen out, bring three more in, including Seidel and Kuhn. So four-day state kind of shifting there up front. Second down and a long three for the Mules. They're down to the Tiger 28-yard line, but they trail four-day state 14 to nothing. Play action. Tweehouse left time. Now he's being chased. Rolls to his right. There's a hold, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard line. But Dalton Kuhn was held right in front of everybody here on this homecoming crowd in Warrensburg. Everybody saw it. That's going to negate a first down run for Central Missouri. Yeah, everybody saw it. So did the two officials that threw their <laughs> flags that is going to be on dan sunderman the redshirt sophomore out of omaha nebraska gabe clark is a starting right tackle he's out of free state high in lawrence all of jackson webb's football success is owed to gabe clark right Hey, Gabe Clark helped me out quite a bit there when I played at Lawrence Free State. Big guy on the right side of this offensive line for UCM. He's holding the zone pretty well up there against Wyatt Seidel on the right side. So that'll move. You had to say something nice about him. You're, you're in, you had no choice. Second down and 13 after the holding penalty for Central Missouri. Now moves him back to the Tiger 38. Tweehouse looks left, thumps in the corner. It's caught over here by Slager. Breaks a tackle and then gets upended by Mason Perez. They're going to say his knee hit at about the 20, make that the 33. So he'll pick up five on that pass. And brings up a third down and eight for Central Missouri. Four-day state up 14 to nothing. Inside five minutes to go here in this first half. It would have been a minimal gain, but John Johnson, the linebacker, overran it. Tigers had 12 on the field. And after burn a timeout there, they're first and, to avoid the penalty. And credit credit quarterback Tweehouse. He recognized yeah. it, and he was hollering, clapping his hands, trying to get the center to snap him the ball, trying to get the 12 on the field. But John Johnson, one of the things that these young guys got to remember is that everybody that catches the ball, carries the ball, whatever, for the opponent, they can go around you, and they have the ability and skill to do so. And he came flying up on the screen, did a great job recognizing what the play was, but he overran it and, and was unable to make the tackle. He'll know, he'll, he'll learn that over the next couple of years to break down and, and make the quality tackle. Our second quarter presented by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice cold Bud today and a reminder to always drink responsibly. Oklahoma hangs on. They win in Lawrence this afternoon, 35-23. to 23. I don't think many saw that coming. KU led for a... In fact, it was 10 to nothing at halftime, but the Sooners get a win in Lawrence today, although a significant scare against the Jayhawks. Here it's 14 to nothing, Fort Hay State. Hunter Butke, a 33-yard TD pass for Bashan Waiters that came after an interception by Jordan Starks, and then a little bit later after a forcing a punt. Chance Fuller hits Manny Ramsey on a 30-yard strike, and that's where we're at. Now it's third down and eight. Dustin mentioned it. Mules one for four on third down today. From the Tiger, 33. Play action. Tweehouse dumps it here in the flat, and Jimon Preston read it all the way, and he blows it up. Drew Slager 
The receiver gets hit at the 27, short of the first down. Yeah, close enough. They'll go for a fourth down by uh, down by two touchdowns. That should have been a hold. There should have been a hold and come back 10 yards because there was uh, a Tiger in the area. There was a whole lot of jersey on the front and back <laughs> grabbed, and the Tiger stopped running. I don't think that the Fort Hay State defender was just uh, letting himself be stopped. They mark him at the 28, so it's fourth down and a long three for the Mules. Tweehouse, play action, throws it near side. He's got a man open. It's going to be a first down by Malik Claymore. He sidestepped the would-be tackler. Seidel finally brought him down, but he was able to get around Cooper with a nimble move, and it's a first down to the Fort H. State 20. They gain eight on that fourth down play. Well, and back again to young guys making young mistakes. That's one of them. That's a redshirt freshman. If he settles down and he is able to go after the bigger but slower defender at the legs, he made the right play. He just overran it. Mules now 14 for 22 on fourth down tries. Here's the quarterback running near side. He gets hit hard from behind, but he's close to a first down. He was hit hard by Cooper, but he runs it all the way down to the 13-yard line. And a nice gain on that play of eight. It's Arkell Smith, the wide receiver. They ran a little... Uh, a little reverse, handed it off to, to Wilkerson, who then ran the reverse back the other way. He had the option to throw. That's the way he was carrying the football. The Mules down to the 13-yard line, second down and three, trying to get on the board here with 3-10 to go in the first half. They trail the Tigers 14 to nothing, and now movement, and there's late flags by that entire right side. Clark, Sunderman, and we're moving before the snap, and illegal procedure on Central Missouri, a false start officially. Before that run, Gerard, there had been a total of 11 rushing yards in the game. We are now at 18 rushing yards in the game. <laughs> Minus four for Fort Hay State. Nine rushing attempts, negative four yards. The sacks have played into a fact sure. on that, but sure. still. It's not like there's been a lot to offset No, it. no. Central Missouri running away with the rushing title at 22 yards. Second and eight. They're going to option it to Wilkerson around the right end. He breaks out of a tackle of Perez, and then Jaqueline Brown knocks him out of bounds. Looked like Mason was being held as he tried to slip the block, but they don't throw the flag. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 14-yard line. It'll be a running gain of four and bring up a third down and about eight, uh, six yards, four yards to go. Well, I know at least three Fort Hay State coaches that agree with me that it should be coming back. They need to get it to the 10. They're at the 14 right now. 14-0 Tigers, two and a half to go here in the third quarter. Or excuse me, second quarter. Central Missouri, a ball on the right hash. Cam Saunders split to the right. Near side is Arkell Smith. They hand it off to Wilkerson, and Sterling Swopes grabs him from behind and slams him to the artificial turf here at Walton Stadium. A minimal gain down to the 13, a one-yard gain. And now it's fourth down and a long two for Central Missouri. I'm a little surprised. The offense is staying out there, but I'm a little surprised Fort Hay State isn't using a timeout here to try to preserve time for their offense. Had a burn one when they had 12 yeah. men on the field. So fourth down for Central Missouri. They've converted already once on fourth down on this drive. Trying to do it again. Tweehouse under center this time. Takes the snap. They're going to run an option near side. It's a one-on-one -on -one play. Perez can't make the tackle. And Wilkerson has the first down to the fourth. Uh, they're going to say out of bounds at the seven-yard line. 
So he'll pick up six, and it moves the chain. That was just a quick pitch to the left, and they made it one-on-one, and Wilkerson able to get around Perez for the first down. Tigers have had three opportunities to get off the field on this drive, Gerard, and it's been three freshmen or redshirt freshmen that haven't been able to make the tackle. 14th play of the drive for Central Missouri, trailing the Tigers 14 to nothing. Smith and Saunders, wide receivers right, and the tight end, Bubak. Is the up is on the side now? They hand it off to Wilkerson. Had a hold initially up the middle, and then he's brought down by Wyatt Seidel. Wilkerson a bit agitated as he gets up. He got hit hard at the five, gains two, second and goal from the Tiger five. Well, Florida State's hitting hard. Oh, I man. mean, there's no doubt about that. Maybe as physical as they have been since the second half of the Carney game. I don't think there's any maybe about it. Yeah, no, there's not. So, second and goal from the five for the Mules. They have been. Near the bottom in the red zone this year. Only their 23rd trip to the red zone all season. There's a pass in the flat. It's going to be caught in a great open field tackle by Jordan Starks. Slager made the catch at the three. He's taken down at the two. He's kept out of the end zone, and it's going to bring up third and goal. Well, and that's not a freshman making a big play. That's Starks, who's been here, done that, is able to run in there, and he makes the full body tackle and brings him down, runs all the way to the uh, the defender. And now another tight end coming in, Buback this time, multiple tight end set. Clock is under 30. Mules can take a timeout, but they don't. Saunders over here to the near side. They're going to send Smith in motion. They hand it off to Wilkerson. Hits short of the goal line. Just down at the one. And now Central Missouri will call a timeout with 14 seconds to go. It'll be fourth and goal from inside the one. And what do they do here? Is there a bigger last 14 seconds of a half for the Tigers this year. I mean, there is an opportunity for Fort Hayes State to just steal and keep the momentum here. This is a long drive. The Tigers, of course, missed a field goal is what set this up for Central Missouri, but the Tigers could be up 17 right now. Instead, Central Missouri is what? A uh, a yard away, maybe a yard away from getting within one score. This will be the 17th play of the drive for the Mules. It'll be fourth down and goal from inside the one-yard line. Some other scores there at halftime, 28-7. Northwest Missouri State is on top of Northeastern State today in Tahlequah. Central Oklahoma up 7-0 over Washburn with 6.21 to go in the first. Carney up 14-0 at home over Lincoln. That is late in the first quarter. 3-0 Emporia State at home over Southern with five and a half to go in quarter number one. Pitt State at Missouri Western at 4 o'clock today. Scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPA, certified public accountants and business advisors. Offices at Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. I think Fort Hayes State yep. now is going to take – oh, Central Missouri taking another timeout. I mean, you got them. Yeah. I mean, there's 14 well seconds them. left. Exactly. What are you going to do? Um, but – you, you've talked about the Washburn score, the UCO of 7-0. I think that was probably the biggest question in the MIAA today was how will Washburn respond to knocking off Northwest Missouri State last week? Are they still riding too high and have that emotional hangover from the win? 
at least through a little bit of the first quarter, that's the case down well, in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. In Central, we saw they're playing much, much better. In a way, that's a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, they're, really they're in a position to make the postseason, probably have to win out. But if they do by beating Northwest, you would figure they would get into the playoffs once again. So his season got really, really serious for Washburn after their win last week. And okay. the overtime went over the Tigers. It is also a day for Central Oklahoma to play really well in front of the guy yeah. who's going to give $10 million for stadium renovations. It's not just for whatever the sports department wants. It's $10 million. Oh, yeah, he's also getting the stadium named after him, so that doesn't hurt things yeah, either. Yeah, uh, what Paycom he owns. He's a former yeah. wrestler. All the improvements have pretty much been on his donations and yeah, they're going to be an improve one of the nicer stadiums in the league. He's given $25 million to Here their we sports go. programs. Fourth down and less than a yard for the Mules. Tweehouse in the shotgun. Wilkerson to his left. Bubak the tight end. They're going to be a keeper. Tweehouse stretches. Does he get a fumbles the ball? It's loose in the end zone. Batted around. Picked up by the Mules, and they score. Cam Saunders got it off three deflections, and now we have it a huddle by the officials. They have not signaled touchdown. I think they're calling it down. Well, you cannot advance, I think. The forward fumble, it was picked up at the one, then taken into the end zone. Boy, the Tigers, Tweehouse tried to stretch it across the goal line. The Tigers knocked it free. Several had a chance. The ball got kicked around. Saunders picked it up at the one and took it into the end zone. And this is a big call with six seconds to go. Crowd boos, but that's the right call. He, another player, call it the Kenny Stabler rule in the NFL. The, the only player who can advance the fumble is the fumbler. It was picked up by the receiver, Saunders, and the Tigers get a fourth down stop. How about that? They will take over with six seconds to go, still leading 14 to nothing. Well, and one of about of the four coaching staff members for Central Missouri went over and talked to the officials and, and apparently, I mean, he didn't have a lot to say. He, he needs to calm down the rest of his Central Missouri well, yeah. coaches because they were near a 15-yard penalty off of this thing. And, man, what a stop for the Tigers. Tweehouse tried to stretch it across. Their argument may be that Tweehouse had crossed the goal line. That potentially hard to tell from our angle. But a head-up move there by the Tigers to knock it away. Now they're at the two, so they really can't down it. Yeah, they're going to go but, under center to yeah, try to do it. because if you can down it in the goal line, in the end zone, it's a safety. Chance Fuller will down it at the one, and that'll be the end of the first half. The defense gets a goal line stand, and we go to halftime. Tigers 14, Central Missouri nothing. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Of those 10 losses, three have been this season. Mm. So they've been in this position before and have not closed the door. They will get the football. They'll be going from our left to right. That is north to south. Adrian Soto and Alex Schramer back to receive the kick for the first time today. You know, it's, it's homecoming here, and the music selection has been about from 20 years ago <laughs> when uh, when some of these people about my age would have been getting into college and, and maybe graduating college. So I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but they, they have done some throwbacks today when it comes to this uh, to the music selection. Sam Knowlton will do the kicking. He's their kickoff specialist. 
He'll approach it and hit it high and end over end. This will be returnable. Soto sets under it, fields it at the six, brings it up to the near numbers, 15, and gets his legs taken out from under him at the 17-yard line. So good coverage. That was a nice high kick off the foot of Knowlton, and Florida State's going to be pinned back inside their own 20 to start their first possession here in the second half. Well, that's a perfect kickoff because it allows the coverage to get down there and take care of business, but it also allows you to get in position to be able to make the correct form tackle. So here we go. First and 10 Tigers from their own 18-yard line, full of the quarterback. Soto will line up at running back to his left. Budkey tied in right side. Ramsey and uh, let's see. That is actually Schramer far side with Okachuku. And Birchfield near side. They run a quick out. It's caught by Okachuku. Breaks out of a tackle. 30, 35, 40. Up the Tigers' sideline to the 45-yard line. They're going to say he stepped out at the 44. It's a 26-yard gain on the first down pass. And the Tigers moved the chains. It was one-on-one. And Josh made the catch, juked the tackler, and he's able to take it all the way up to the 44. Yeah, these these cornerbacks have gone one-on-one with really little safety help over the top today. Tigers haven't taken a ton advantage of it, but they do right there. That's a good run after catch by Josh Okachuku. Pretty quiet the first four or five games. Last two weeks, he's become more of a factor. He split off to the right. Birchfield here near side. Handoff to Soto, and he's taken down from behind. That was a heck of an open field tackle for Central Missouri. Dominic Rayborn, the linebacker, able to trail it from behind and bring him down. That was a heck of a play because there was some blocking and some room around the left end, but Florida State's going to gain nothing on that play, second down and 10. Adrian Soto was one of the top yardage guys in the country and he has been held yeah. very quiet today. Tigers haven't exactly gone to the running game as much, but when they have, it's struggled. Now Chapman is in there. He'll line up to the left of Fuller, who's in the shotgun. Soto is a wide receiver in the formation. He'll come in motion from left to right. They fake the handoff. Little shoulder pump. Pass in the flat. Caught by Butkey, who was all by himself. He tried to stumble after he got his legs taken out from under him. The ball hit at the 48 of Central Missouri. So it's a gain of about eight yards, and that'll bring up third down and two. Hunter Butkey's asking the same question I did, is why he didn't get the two yards to the first down, because he bounced and kind of like one hand standing yeah. and, then, and then advanced forward. I think he made, the official felt the ball may have hit the ground. I don't know if it did or not, but that's, I think that's what they ruled. That's about where when he flipped over, that's where he landed. So it's third down and two for the Tigers, two for four on third down of the first half. They play action. They hit Butkey, and he gets jarred in the hip, and the ball pops free. And he is slow to get up. Boy, he took a shot as he caught it and then got the ball jarred out of his hands. He's slow to get up, but he's kind of trying to work out the kinks on that right leg. It's an incomplete pass, and Fort A. Stable have to punt. This is the second time they started the game just like this, Fort A. State did getting into central territory and then not converting on short. That time, the first quarter is third and four, this time third and two. Yeah, they got to the 48, back to the same exact spot on the field in that first drive and had to punt. Then he's got two touchdowns after that. So Ethan Sasson in the punt, high and end over end, not real deep, angling to the sideline. It's going to take a Tiger bounce inside the 20 and go out of bounds at about the 16-yard line. That is the 10th punt that Sasson has put inside the opponent's 20. It's down to the 17. It's a 31-yard punt. 
And that's where Central Missouri will have it for the first time here at quarter number three, trailing the Tigers 14 to nothing. Yeah, Tigers defense has to come out and 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 not give up as much as they did. You, you're not going to give up 17 plays, yeah. 70 yards, seven some odd minutes and come away with a zero on the scoreboard often. Caught a break, got the fumble forced right before halftime to keep the mules off the board. So Central from their own 17-yard line, their last possession, 17 plays, 72 yards, but fumbled at the goal line. Play action, Tweehouse rolls near side. It's through the hands of Drew Slager, the Frankfurt, Illinois redshirt senior, transfer from Truman State, who was their top wide receiver back in 2016. He comes out. They'll bring in Jared Bubak, the tight end. It's second and ten. Oh, you got to make that catch. I mean, that's, that's the catches at this level that have to be made. So second and ten mules. Ball is on the right hash as they go from Right to left, south to north. Tweehouse throws. He sets it up here for Saunders. Trying to make a move. Gets by Jaqueline Brown. And then Stark slams him down near the first down marker. It will be a first down up to the 29-yard line. He picks up 12. And it's a first and 10 for Central Missouri. Again, a lot of isolation, a lot of one-on-one. And Jaqueline Brown could not make the tackle. Stark's had to come in. That moves the chains. First and 10 mules. I like watching Jordan Starks play. I no. hate how many tackles he's yeah. involved in, though. Exactly. Tigers again with that three-down lineman set. Sanders, Kuhn, and Seidel in there on that defensive front line. First and 10 mules from their own 29. Tweehouse and the shotgun dropping back to pass. Steps up in the pocket, then trips over one of his offensive linemen and goes down. He tripped over Henry Carenza. It's because Wyatt Seidel ran him right back into his lap. I don't know if Wyatt Seidel is going to get credit for the sack, but he should. He ran the right tackle right back into his uh, into the quarterback. Let's see if they give him credit for the sack. It's kind of like basketball. If you're nearest the goal and you tip it into your own because you get right, credit, right. the opponent tips it in. Wyatt Seidel would fully agree with you. <laughs> I think he would. Second down and 15 for the Mules. They're going to run an end around to Arkell Smith, trying to take it around the right side, and Jordan Starks chases him down from behind at the 33-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about eight. They're going to say the 32, make that the 31 is where he goes down. So it's a seven-yard gain, and now it's third down and eight for Central Missouri. Well, and that, that foot is as close to 100% as it's going yeah, to get for Jordan Starks. He's running so much better. He couldn't make those plays three weeks ago. In that same front three, Kuhn, Seidel, and Javaris Sanders in there for that defensive line. Johnson and Men, just the linebackers. Fort A State with six defensive backs for this third down and eight. And there's movement in the backfield. I think it's Wilkerson who just bows his head and looks at the turf. He flinched. That's going to move him back five. John Johnson letting him know that he flinched. And <laughs> I need to move it back five to the 26-yard line. And that's kind of, you talk about four-day states had their issues. That's how it's been for Central Missouri this year. So now back to their own 26. They face third and 14. They were one for seven on third down in that first half. They're near the bottom, 10th in the MIAA. Tweehouse throws. It's going to be caught. It's going to be a first down. Arkell Smith found the soft spot at the 44-yard line. Johnson and Starks bring him down, but it's a first and 10 on a gain of 18. Uh, and the Tigers have been so good today with dropping eight into coverage that they just don't allow any open spots. And that time, I don't know, maybe too many eyes into the backfield. So it's a first and 10. The Mules they had a 17. Make that a uh, 
Yeah, it was a 17-play drive right before halftime. Now their first possession. They moved it near midfield. Play action. Tweehouse being chased. Hit as he throws. The ball fluttering. It's going to be incomplete. Johnson saw it fluttering, and he slipped as he tried to lunge. He would have had an interception. Nazir Mallory hit him. He had a sack on that first possession today. Mallory hit Tweehouse, and that ball was just fluttering up in the air, but Johnson couldn't track it down. It's incomplete. Yeah, he reversed field quick, did Johnson. And his cleats just came out right from underneath of him. We saw that in the first half a lot with Central Missouri. There's been a lot of slipping on this turf. This today. is a fairly new turf, one of the newer ones in the MIAA. Red numbers. Mules in the end zone logo. Handoff to Wilkerson. Runs over the left side, and the ball popped out late. Fordace comes up with it, but I think he's down by contact. He was. Fordace State got the football, but Wilkerson, you could tell from here, was down by contact. There were several Tigers in there to help make that stop. So down by contact of the 46-yard line, only a two-yard gain, second down and eight. Sanders was the guy who hit him and came up with the football. Tigers will bring in Nickel back this time. So Devin White, who was not in at cornerback, he'll be in with Jimon Preston and Jaqueline Brown to have three of the cornerbacks in. Third and eight. The Bules converted on third down and long and a jump. So once again, that's Gabe Clark who made Jackson Webb's high school football career what it was. Just jumped early. And so that'll move him back to the 41-yard line. And that's twice now on third and relatively manageable. They've jumped. This will be third and 13 now. They did convert last time. A little pass across the middle. Third down and 13. Mules from their own 41. 14-0 Tigers nearing the nine-minute mark of the third quarter. Tweehouse back to pass. Being chased. He throws. He's got a man open. And it's another first down. Cam Saunders caught that ball in front of Devin White at the 45 of Fort A. State. They go for 15 or 14 in the first down. That's a really good route by the wide receiver. He's coming up the left sideline. And he slams on the brakes as a receiver. You're taught to hammer down on those brakes and stop short, choppy feet so you can turn around quick. Not an opportunity for the defensive back to catch up. If you run a crisp route like that, it's pretty hard if it's well thrown, and that was well thrown. There's a handoff. No, a pass across the middle, and the ball was almost intercepted. It was in and out of the hands of Saunders. Starks blasted him, and then Jimon Preston nearly caught it off the deflection. It's incomplete, so they ran a play action. And Jordan Starks, boy, he's left his presence felt today. A bone-jarring hit to knock that ball free of Cam Saunders. Second down and 10. We've seen J.D. Kolb, redshirt freshman out of Reno, Nevada, in and running back for the first time today. He's left with the quarterback, Tweehouse, who's in the shotgun. They fake a handoff. Tweehouse to throw. Spins. Got rid of it just as he was hit by Starks. Ball caught here in the near flat by Smith. And then he's taken down from behind by a charging Jeremy Affey, the Anchorage, Alaska product, who started his career at Fort A. State, went to Southeast Missouri State, now back at the Tiger. They get it down to the 41-yard line. It'll be third down and four. Well, and again, an opportunity for the Tigers to make a stop closer to the line of scrimmage. But an inexperienced player, Tyler Cummings, ran right by the would-be tackle. Third, third down conversion on this drive for the Mules. They've converted on the first two. No penalty this time. Handoff near side, and Holt Kolb is hit. He won't get it. He is taken down by Tyler Cummings, but he had help behind him, but a good open field tackle to the 39-yard line. It's a two-yard gain, and now what do the Mules do here on fourth down and four? 
Am, am I the only one that is just blown away that they just didn't keep it through the air? I mean, they've done they've done very little wrong through the air. Now they'll go for it on fourth and four. They're two for two on fourth down today. For the season, third best of the MIAA. There's a, pen, or a pass in the flat. The ball is caught, and Johnson can't make the tackle. First down for Cole, the running back out of the backfield. He was the last option. A little swing pass out of the right flat. Johnson could not make the tackle, and it's a first down to the Tiger. 24-yard line. They convert on fourth down and go for 15 yards. I said that they were two for two. They were two for three. That last play of the first half Good was point. a fourth yep. down, so now three of four. But a first down, another lengthy drive for the Mules. This will be the 13th play. They had a 17-play drive that resulted in a fumble at the goal line right before halftime. Two receivers left, one right. That is the tight end, Malik Claiborne. Play action, Tweehouse, plenty of time in the pocket. Now he's being flushed to his left, trying to run around. And I was going to run up the sideline. He had nobody open, and Sterling Swopes maybe hurt. He kind of stumbled as he was chasing him. Looks like maybe a leg cramp. Tweehouse had time to throw, but nobody was open. He just ran it up the field and got it back to the line of scrimmage at the 20. They're going to give him a couple of yards at the 22, and now they're going to attend to Sterling Swopes, who was trying to chase him down. You could see halfway through that run, he just had his leg go out from under him, so hopefully just a cramp. Our third quarter today brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today and a reminder to always drink responsibly. Tiger football brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or fast delivery, the Taco Shop. They're just east of campus on 8th Street. You know the number, 625-7114. Use the handy Taco Shop app for handy delivery. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. So it was a calf cramp is what it was for for, uh, Sterling Swopes. It was so tight that every time that he put his leg out, it would tighten up and it would bounce his knee back up off of the ground. He's going to feel that tomorrow. You and I would feel that for four days. But, you know, when you're 22 years old, you get the opportunity <laughs> not, to, not to have to do that as much. So four-day state huddled up. Both teams went to their sideline. Now everybody comes back to the field. So it's second down and eight for Central Missouri. 14-0 Tigers. Four-day state moved to midfield and had a punt on their first possession. Now the Mules have it for the first time. There's a play action, a little swing pass over the flat to Zion Perry, and then he gets his legs taken out from under him by Mason Perez, the larded freshman, the tackle at about the 17-yard line. So a three-yard gain, and it brings up third down. We'll try to go to Jackson here in a little bit, but we're going to have to go to our backup system as that is uh, not well, we working well today. It's been a rough day here at, for equipment-wise in Warrensburg. Third down for the Mules. Third down and three. There's a toss play near side to Kolb. He turns the corner, gets hit by Starks, but his momentum will carry him for a first down to the eight-yard line. So that'll be a first and ten for, or excuse me, not the eight, the 13-yard line. But that moves the chains in a first down. They have had three third down conversions and a fourth down conversion on this possession. Bend but don't break, right? Well, this is just like the drive at the end of the first half. Which went 17 plays. This is, by my count, number 16 on this possession. 
They're down inside the 15 to the Tiger 13-yard line where it's first down and 10. Two receivers right, one here to the left. That's Smith. Tweehouse to throw, being chased, and he threw it away. He had great pressure up the middle by Chavarus Sanders, who had his arms straight up and made Tweehouse just get rid of that football. I don't think he saw anybody because of Sanders' pressure. Yeah, that, there was some miscommunication on the play call, too, but Nazir Mallory, and I, I failed to see who the other one was. I think it was Wyatt Seidel. They recognized the screen, and so they just blew up everybody at the line of scrimmage. There was just nobody to throw to because they, te- they took out the running back. And they took out three offensive linemen. They just undercut them all. So it's second down and 10. Mules down to the 13 of Fort A. State. Oh, the ball on the left hash. They'll bring a tight end, Claiborne, in motion, and he'll line up over on the right side. And now all sorts of confusion. Now Claiborne's going to go back and line up on the left along with wide receiver Arkell Smith. They've got Slager and Saunders on the right side. Cold the running back. Play action. Tweehouse throws it to the backfield. It's Slager. Dies to the pylon. He's in for the touchdown. On the 17th play of the drive, Drew Slager with his second touchdown catch as a mule. And it's 14-6 with 5.17 to go here in the third. Uh, maybe that needs to be the Central Missouri M.O. Run around like nobody knows what they're doing right before the snap. And then you get the defense going, well, if they don't know what they're doing, there's no way we know what you're doing. That's big. It's even bigger the Tigers got that stop at the end of the first half now. How bad does that look now to be a tie ball game? Here comes the extra point from Chris Diddle, and it is good. So there's 5.17 to go, and Fort A. State's lead is trimmed in a half. 14-7 Tigers. We have a timeout of the field. 5.17 to play in the third quarter. This is four-day state football on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wittenberger Construction. Missouri's last two offensive possessions have both been 17 plays. Their drive at the end of the first half went 72 yards, and they fumbled the goal line. This one goes 83. It's a 13-yard touchdown pass from Tweehouse to Slager, and it is now 14-7. to Third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today, and remember to drink responsibly. So Fort A. State, who moved the ball near midfield and then had a punt, they've only had four plays in this first uh, third quarter. Returnable kick taken to the three-yard line by Adrian Soto. Tries to angle and run around a couple of defenders. The kick was to the near sideline. They had a middle return. Soto tried to get behind the blocking, and he gets taken down back of the eight-yard line. So terrible field position for Fort Hay State. You kind of start getting that uh uh-oh feeling if you're a Fort Hay State person right now, and Jackson Webb on the sideline. This is kind of starting to turn a little bit on the Tigers. Yeah, that it is. The last time we were here two years ago, we were out to a nice early lead at the beginning of the game, and then you know what happened in the fourth quarter. UCM came roaring back, kind of getting that feeling right here on the sideline. The UCM side is really pumped up. Sideline update today brought to you by Hayes Kalon. Make your yard the greener side of the fence. Hayes Kalon, the secret to a beautiful lawn. First and 10 Tigers from their own eight. They give to Keelan Chapman, turns around the corner and stays on his feet, gets to about the 11-yard line. Not a big gain, but he gets about three positive yardage. They're going to mark it at the 12, so give him four. Second down and six for the Tigers, now leading 14-7 and pinned back near their goal line. Oh, that is the Tigers' second longest run today. Wow. There was the Keelan Chapman 14-yarder, and now he has the second longest run at three yards. Neither team is really even committed to the run game at all. West, or, uh, the 
Mules show blitz, but now back out of it. They've got three down linemen. Handoff Chapman. He's got a hole. He's at the 20, 25, gets a block, 30, tries to hurdle a defender and gets slammed down. And Cody Bell gets in his face, and there's the taunting flag. He gets in his face, and then another mule gets in the face of Chris Strotter. Isaiah Bello, maybe not the smartest move for the 6'2", 200-pounder to get in Chris Strotter's face. He got in the face of a running back who just ripped one for 25 yards. It's going to be, oh, it's on Fort Hayes State. Oh, my goodness. Chapman made the run, and Bell got in his face, and they throw the flag on a, a sportsmanlike, a personal foul on Fort Hayes State. Wow. Play. Personal foul. It's on Strotter. So he ran it all the way out to about the 35, a 22-yard run, best of the day for either team. And Bell got away with just jumping in his face and taunting him after the 22-yard run. It's going to be marked at the 20. So as it ends up, it's a net gain of 8 yards and a first and 10. Second guy gets caught, and that's what happened there for Strotter. Bell got away with a taunt. Handoff to Chapman, and he gets run into by Chima Dunga. He's a senior out of Irvington, New Jersey, the Morgan State transfer. Short gain to the 25, about four, maybe five yards. He'll say five, second down and five. And he got hit behind the line of scrimmage, and then he just kept pushing forward. He's running hard today. And then Strotter got in behind him, and Strotter, well, listed at 410. He's in the 300s now, but he just got behind and started moving the whole pile forward. How did nobody see Cody Bell after the tackle just get in the face and stand over the top of Chapman? Here comes Wilt Fong in there at tight end. He'll come in motion from right to left, line up in the left slot. They're going to hand it off to Chapman. He gets taken down from the side. Great penetration. Devin Smith, the Quincy, Illinois redshirt senior. Honorable mention all MIAA two years ago. No gain to the 25, and now it's third down. And this whole series has been on the ground for Fort Hay State. Tigers two for five on third down, 0 for 1 in the second half. And that is on third and two. Of the three conversions the Tigers don't have today, they have not converted on third and two and third and four. 3.15 to go, third quarter, 14-7 Tigers. They face three and or third down and about five for their own 25. Chapman, the running back, lines up left of Fuller. Takes the snap, chance throws. It's going to be tipped and incomplete. That was almost intercepted. And, boy, you can feel the momentum turning. That was broken up by Central Missouri's Kalen McGee out of Richmond, California, a Dixie State transfer, and he almost had a pick six, and the Tigers will have to punt. As a late throw from Chance. He has got to get that ball out before Okachuku makes his break. So Josh made his turn, and he's waiting on the football instead of turning and it being there for him. That's a long throw. You're thrown from the right hash to the left sideline. You've got to get it out early to give the receiver an opportunity. There's a snap back to Sausen. He'll punt from the 11. Good kick. High, wobbly. Takes a Tiger bounce inside the 30. Still rolling inside the 25. It'll be down inside the 20, down to the 18-yard line. That is going to be a 57-yard punt for Ethan Sausen, the longest in his career, and he flips the field, the Mules back of the 18-yard line. We have a timeout. We will take the break. 14-7 Fort A. State on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
First and 10 mules from their own 18-yard line. 57-yard punt by Sauce in the longest of his Tiger career, and it flips the field. Now the mules have had two 17-play drives, one a fumble at the goal line, the other a touchdown, have it back down by seven with 2.45 to go in the third, a quick-moving third quarter. Tweehouse has time, now being chased, slips out of a couple of tackles, and finally taken down from behind Wyatt Seidel, and then finishing him off, Javaris Sanders. No gain, he avoids the sack, getting back to the 18-yard line. He had time initially, good secondary coverage, and the Tigers bring him down for no gain, second and ten. The last drives, two drives by Central Missouri, have gone 34 plays, 155 yards, taken 737 and 738 off the clock. They have seven points to score for it. Those two drives matched is more than the offense they've had up until that point. Tweehouse to throw, rolls to his right, being chased by Sanders. He's going to run with it, and he's going to step out in front of the marker. Nathan Perez closed him down, and he runs out of bounds at the 25. He picks up seven. It'll bring up third down and three for the Mules, trailing by a touchdown here at home on their homecoming game with two minutes to go in the third. Well, this is huge. Tiger defense has to get off the field because now you're starting to get, in, to get into the time of possession and who's going to get worn down in this game. Central Missouri had a couple of third down conversions, make that uh, three on that last drive. The one they didn't convert, they converted on fourth down. Tweehouse will go under center this time. He'll have the lone setback in the backfield. That is the backup running back today. J.D. Kolb is a pass in the flat. It's incomplete. Jimon Preston right there in coverage with the – he's a tight end Malik Claiborne. They've used him at wide receiver today. The Belton, Missouri product. Even if he catches, though, he is not going to get enough. In fact, he wouldn't have gotten anything. It'll be up fourth down. Here comes the punt team. So the Tigers, after giving up two 17-play drives, get a three and out. It's a stretch play to the left. Quarterback shows ball, and then he pulls and is going to roll out for a boot back to the right side. And Tyler Cummings didn't bite. He was on a blitz, and he went after the quarterback the entire time. So back to punt will be Josh Reynolds. Fort Hay State has 10 of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they went under center. Yep. Central Missouri did. Now they go out of it. Yep, they put the one of the protectors under center high end over end kick and it's going to be fair caught at the 39 yard line by Alex Schramer so a 36 yard punt Alex for a minute you could see thought about returning that but he'll take the field position so how big was that 57 yard punt Tigers drive stalls they flip the field they get a three and out now they've got the ball at their own 39 up by a touchdown with a minute 22 to go in the third yeah you got great field position in fact you're way better off than when you had to punt the football away but the offense has to do something. Yep. The offense hasn't really done anything since the first quarter when they scored their 14 points. Yeah, have not scored since those back-to-back possessions. The first set up by a Jordan Starks interception. First and 10 from their own 39. Full of the quarterback. Birchfield and Okachuku, the two wide receivers. Irick McDonald is in a tight end. There's a handoff to Adrian Soto, and he doesn't get much. About a yard to the 40-yard line, and he runs into a wall of black jerseys. Wyatt Grable. Made the tackle for Central Missouri. Gain of one, second down, and nine yards to go. Let's see if we go down to Jackson uh, Webb. Some injuries for the Tigers. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you, yes. Yeah, Eric McDonald, Eric McDonald and Wilt Fong might have to finish this one out as Hunter Budke's got a bruised thigh, and then Manny Ramsey has been ruled out for the remainder of this one with a bruised rib on oh, his boy. right side. Well, that's too bad, no, boy. That's when he took that shot yep. over the middle. And then Budke, and Budke, when, he, Budke when he took that shot on the hip, so... Four days stayed down, two of their top receivers. Play action, Fuller looking for Okachuka down the field, and he had it knocked away at the 
25-yard line. Good coverage by Josh Terry. He was able to make out the ground because Okachuku was open for a minute, and he batted it away. It's incomplete, and now Fort A. State faces third down and nine. Tigers have less than 100 yards since the end of the first quarter, and to add on to what Jackson was talking about uh, injuries, the Tigers are without Crutchfield yeah. for the rest of the season yeah. because of an injury, so this would have been an opportunity for him to shine. Yeah, now you're down to Schramer. Okachuku and Birchfield, your three receivers, they're both in there now. Two here to the right, one to the left, Soto the lone set back, third down and nine, Fuller in the pocket, steps up, goes downfield, it's going to be caught and then broken up. Birchfield had it for a minute, and then it was broken up at the very end of the play. Broken up once again by Kalen McGee, the Richmond, California junior, and it's fourth down. Oh, there is a flag down. Right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, right at the line of scrimmage. The officials are huddling up. Right in the area, you would expect some sort of offensive penalty. Illegal man man downfield, yep. So, four-day stay. We'll have to punt here. So, was Hayden Wilfong the tight end? He must have been covered up on the formation. So, he was covered up on the formation, so he became an ineligible receiver, and Four-day stable have to punt. They have done very little. They got a first down on their first play of the third quarter. But then they've now had a punt on their last two possessions. They did move the ball out near the 25, but Sassanu had a great punt his last time. Tigers have 34 yards of offense yeah, done in the second nothing. half. Against a defense that has been much maligned this year. Sasson, another line drive kick, but a good one. It goes over the head of the return man, who then fumbles it. It's Wilkerson who falls back on it at the 15. That was almost disaster for the Mules because Alex Schramer was streaking down the field. That's going to be a 45-yard punt with no return. Two of the best punts of the year for Sasson. There's 24 seconds left in the third. Still 14-7, Fort Hay State. That young man from Central Missouri that tried to field that punt. Is, is going to get a talking to from the coaches, special teams coaches. Maybe not today. And it might be today. Yeah, probably sideline. today. But certainly during the week. And and, and it, like the movie Major League, never do it again. Oh, your station break. We'll get it here after this play. Tweehouse in the backfield. It's an empty backfield. But now they're going to bring the running back who lined up as a wide receiver in there. That's Kolb. Tweehouse to throw. Breaks out of a tackle. Steps up. Throws it here in the near flat. Caught by Smith. He breaks an ankle tackle, but he gets some help as Fort A. State was able to bring Mason Ballman in and make the tackle. He got away from Starks, but then Ballman came in to finish him off. Short gain of two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A. State football. That will be the final play. It goes for three. It'll bring up second down at seven. Fourth quarter is coming up. 14-7. Fort A. State leading Central Missouri today in Warrensburg on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Fort A. State just 67 yards of offense in that third quarter, and they see their lead trim now to 14-7. As we get set for the fourth quarter, the Mules have had a couple of 72-play drives at we talked about it. How big was the goal line stand right before halftime? The Mules fumbled at the one, or this game would be tied right now. It'll bring up third. It'll be second down and seven. They have it at the Tiger 19, their own 19-yard line. Central has the only point since the first quarter. Tigers got two touchdowns on back-to-back possessions in the first. Haven't scored since. They're up 14-7. Yeah, missed field goal. Three straight punts. So first and ten, Central Missouri from their own, or excuse me, second and seven, Central Missouri from their own 19-yard line. 
Two receivers set, long snap count by Tweehouse. Three down lineman for the Tigers. Little bootleg play for Tweehouse. He's being chased by Miles Menges. Throws it late to the receiver over there, Claiborne. Tigers converge on him and bring him down for a short gain. It was tackled by Tyler Cummings, then got some help from Jimon Preston and Javaris Sanders. Tigers defended pretty well, but it goes for about five and brings up third down and two. Yeah, and whoever caught the ball over there is up in a considerable amount of pain, but going to stay in yep. the game. We're going to mark it at the 24-yard line. Oh, so how's he even staying in? Goes for five, brings up third down and two. The Mules four for 12 on third down today, and two of those conversions on their scoring drive. There's the snap, back to pass. They run a screen across the middle. It's incomplete. They were trying to dump it to Jai Haynes. Tigers got some pressure, and it's incomplete. Brings up fourth down. Yeah, the pressure was from Tyler Cummings. He's played a lot here in the second half. The Washburn rule, Topeka, Kansas native came on a blitz and came completely untouched. They only needed a yard, yard and a half, and so they ran a shallow route over the middle. It was more than enough. But, man, Cummings came unabated to the quarterback. And they force a three and out on Central Missouri. 14-18 to go in a game. Tigers up 14-7. Wow, what a crazy game. We thought there might be some points scored today. It's been a defensive battle. Good snap. Here comes the punt from Reynolds. High and wobbly. Schramer a fair catch. Bobbles it, then hauls it in at the 38-yard line. So that'll be a 38-yard punt with no return, and Fort A. State will have it first and 10 at their own 38. And we have a timeout of the field. 14-11 to go here in the third, fourth quarter. 14-7 Tigers on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Fort A. State about to run their 13th play of the second half. Their first possession here in the fourth quarter starts at their own 38. They lead 14-7. Chapman, the running back, gets the carry up the middle, across the 40, gets spun around, and keeping those legs churning, takes it out to the 42 and a gain of four yards on first down for Keelan Chapman. Tigers tried to establish the run out of the locker room here in the third quarter. Had some success, but kind of thwarted after that long 22-yard run was negated by a penalty on Fort A. State. There they go for four, second down and six. Tigers up 14-7 here early in the fourth. Chapman will line up left to Fuller. Two receivers right side, handoff to Chapman up the middle, carries the pile, he's got a first down out to the 48-yard line. Boy, he just kept those legs a-going. He has a first down as he moves the chains, finally brought down by Dominic Rayborn, but a first down to the 48. Sometimes the job requires a hammer, and that hammer is Adrian Soto, and sometimes the job requires a sledgehammer. That sledgehammer right now is Chapman, and he is the one just putting his head down and getting the yards necessary. Tigers without Hunter Budkey, without Manny Ramsey, both battling injuries here in the second half. Four receivers, two left, two right. They play action. Fuller throws it late. It's caught by Okachuku. He's in the Mules territory down to the 41-yard line. He was able to maneuver his way through traffic. He picks up 11 and a Fort A. State first down. Well, those two guys you mentioned, Ramsey and Bucky, had uh, nine catches, 149 yards today. But Okachuku, that's his fifth catch. He's over 90 yards now. Boy, he's really stepped up here as of late when they needed him. He had six catches in the first four games. He had five against Washburn, and now he's matched his career best with five today. Two receivers left, one or two receivers right, one left. Pistol formation with Chapman behind Fuller. Okachuku over here to the left side. One-on-one coverage. Fuller steps up, throws it in the flat. The ball is going to be caught. That is 
As they wind up and down the field, that was caught by Calvin Stapp, the Colby freshman. Just his fourth catch down to the 25-yard line. Stapp with a 16-yard catch, his longest as a Tiger. You know, we talk about great routes. That was a great route by Stapp because he dug down, turned around, came back to the ball because it was underthrown a little bit, but caught it on the run so he could reverse field and head back down towards the goal line. Stapp here on the left side now. Fuller back to pass. Steps up. He's got a man open. Oh, it's intercepted off a deflection. Goes through the hands of Wilt Fong, and it's picked off by Central Missouri. That's a bad pass Intercepted by, by Cody Bell. It was behind the tight end, Wilt Fong, and the Mules get their first turnover of the game. That is their eighth interception. They're plus two now in turnover margin, and they've got it back at the 41 and a chance to get the ball game tied. Yeah, bad pass by chance behind the, the court, behind the tight end, significantly behind him, had to reach back to get a hold of it. The tight end's wide open. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and he's one-on-one with a cornerback who's small. Now, Chance made the tackle, and he's shaken up. He's going over to the bench, but he got wrenched pretty good on that. There's a handoff to Kolb as he runs around the edge. We have not seen a lot of Kobe Wilkerson here in the second half. They're down to basically one running back, and Kolb takes it around the side out to the 46-yard line, picking up five on that first down run. Second down and five, 14-7 Tigers, but the momentum back to the Mules. Trying to come from behind. Four-day state led at 14-0 at halftime. Three receivers right, tied into the left. Pistol formation for Tweehouse. Takes the snap. Hands it off to Cole. No play action. He's going to roll near side. He's being chased. He's got a man open. That's Slinger. He's got a first down inside the 40 and down to the Tiger 38-yard line. Brought down by Ballman and by Starks. But that'll move the change to the 38 and a gain of 16 in the first down. The, the offense for Central Missouri is at their best when they go misdirection. Play action up the middle and then off of that play action, a rollout away from the strength of the defense. So the Mules in the Tiger territory once again. They'll have three receivers left trying to tie it down. 14-7, 11 minutes to go in the game. Play action, Tweehouse strolling straight back, throws it in the flat. I got a man wide open over there, and it's going to be caught. Eluding tacklers as Cam Saunders, and then still going all the way down to the 22-yard line. A gain of 16, and now the Mules getting chunk plays. They've got it first and 10. Saunders down for the Tigers. There are there are four young tacklers missing tackles on that. Arm up, tackles. Up, uh, yeah, arm tackles around the chest. And that's not going to get it done in, at this level. They overran the tackle. And, again, I, I know they're young guys. But if, if Coach Chris Brown hears me call them young guys, he, he, might, he might take me out after that because he's, he's to the point, and he has been like this since his time here in Hayes. It's – by midseason, you're no longer what class you were. You're no longer a freshman. You're no longer a sophomore. You've moved on past that. Javaris Sanders, it looked like it's his right arm, which has been heavily taped. Uh, maybe an elbow that he walks off the field. Today's fourth quarter brought to you by Bud Light Seltzers. Dive in, taste buds, and enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today. And remember to drink responsibly. 14-7, Fort A State on top of Central Missouri. 10-48 to go in the game. The Mules down at the Tiger 22-yard line. Fort A State led 14-0 after one. And they have struggled mightily offensively ever since. Central had two 17-play drives. The first resulted in a fumble at the goal line on the late in the first half. And then the second was a touchdown on a 13-yard pass from Tweehouse to Slager. 
Slager's been big today. They've got two receivers, one left, one right. And they're going to hand it off to Kolb, stretches right side, finds a crease, breaks a tackle on his feet, 10, and then taken down to the 5. Chased down by Nazir Mallory and Jaqueline Brown. They're going to mark him at the 6. It'll be first and goal for the Mules after the 16-yard run. Central Central Missouri is going to score on this drive. Uh, They're riding the momentum from that interception. Tigers missed a field goal, and it's like everything out of their system just went out of this game. Two receivers left, tight end near side is Bubak, the Arizona State and Nebraska transfer. 14-7 Tigers, there's a keeper by the quarterback, Tweehouse, and he barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. Ballman hit him first, and then several Tigers there to finish him off. Landon Teal was one of them. Hit on that tackle, and it's going to bring up second and goal. In fact, loses about a half a yard to the six and a half. Yeah. So we'll say no gain. That's not the play. Uh, no. the, the, the play is a quarterback sneak from the seven <laughs> off a of play action. Somebody didn't read the signals or read their wristband right. Cole, but running back, he's pretty much been the guy here in the second half. We saw Wilkerson of the punt return. Remember, he flinched on a third down play, and he hasn't been back there ever since. Play action, Tweehouse drop back, Tigers chasing. Sanders got his ankle. He stays on his feet and then goes. No, he broke out of the tackle, and he's going to score. Touchdown, Mules. Wyatt Seidel was ready to take him down and could not finish off the tackle. And it's a touchdown. And Central Missouri an extra point away from tying it. Unreal. Unreal. How did that happen? Sanders grabbed him by the ankle. Then Seidel was in there to finish him off. And somehow Tweehouse broke out of it and scampers in. And now the extra point attempt to try to tie the game up with 9.18 to play. Good hold. There's the kick, and we have a tie game. 14-14. Unbelievable. Six plays, 59 yards, and you said it earlier, this game is on the offense. Fort A. State has to find a way. They have done very little since the first quarter. We have a timeout. There's 9.18 to go. 14-14 tie in Warrensburg on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Tiger football brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. 14-14 tie. Mules, six plays, 59 yards. Treehouse, Thrown for a touchdown, then runs for one after he's about to be sacked. Schramer and Soto back inside to five to return this kick from Sam Knowlton. Oh, Tigers this is, have not scored since the first quarter. The kickoffs haven't been re- good either. No, I, that's deep. But, that's back into the end zone. That might be the best break there. Four-day stable get at their own 25. Tigers scored those two touchdowns, go up 14-0, missed a field goal. This is the drives since. Punt, punt, punt off three plays and interception. Tigers were going in for the win. Up 14-7. And then threw a bad pass for a tip and an interception. So now they'll have it on their own 25-yard line. Soto back in and running back. Okachuku and Stapp are wide receivers here to the near side. And they're going to shift the ball. The kick went into the end zone. They're going to move it over to the get the option. And Fort A. State takes it on what is position five, which is the hash closest to their sideline. First down and ten. Three receivers set. One right, two left. 
Soto in the backfield, three hand slaps by Fuller, takes the snap, throws, and Birchfield a sliding catch. He made it inbounds. They're going to say he stepped out at the 34-yard line, so he gets nine. I believe that's Birchfield's first catch of the day. Well, that's that's better on the timing because it's out there where Birchfield can get turned around to it, but it still sailed w- wide of, of the mark. That was Birchfield's second catch today. Had a 19-yarder back in the first half. Second down and one. Tigers for their own 34. Tied at 14. Inside nine to go in the game. Wilt Fong, the tight end in motion to the left side. They hand it off to Soto. Looks for some room. He is hit and taken down just shy of the first down. Boy, not much room. And Soto looked a little unsure of himself after he took that hand go- handoff. He is about a football length short of the goal of the first down marker. We'll say no gain. And now it's third down and one. And this has been a problem area as of late for the Tigers. Vashawn Waiters yep. in. One for one and a touchdown. Yeah, he threw that touchdown pass to a wide-open Hunter Budke, but Budke out with a thigh injury. He got belted on a pass to play earlier in the third quarter. I've said two men in motion, Irick McDonald and Wilt Fong. The two tight ends will line up on the left side now. Soto the running back. Hand slap. Snap back to Waiters. He's going to run with it. He's hit. He has a first down across the 35 and up to the 37-yard line. He picks up three yards, and the Tigers will move the chains. Wasn't a big hole, but he didn't panic, and he found just enough of a crease and is able to move it for the first down. Kelly, Angram Bolden, Teo Hama, Levin, and Strotter. They've gone the entire way, that front five offensive line, and they convert on third and one. That's been a problem the last two weeks. No, this is the Tigers' first third down conversion of the second half. Okachuku and Stapp, wide receivers left side. Schramer to the right along with Burtsfield. Back to pass is Fuller. Fuller being chased. He rolls to his right and eludes a tackle, throws it late, and it's in and out of the hands of Adrian Soto right in front of that Tiger bench of the 41. Would have been a four-yard gain. Instead, it's incomplete, and it's second and 10. Chance had some time initially, but nobody open, and then eventually that pocket crumble. You know, earlier in the week, one of the, the players in the press conferences said, we need to win these as teams. We, we can't win this as individuals. There's a lot of individual Feels that Play way. right now. Feels that way. Staff and Okachuku wide left. Birchfield to the right. Again, Ramsey and Budke out right now with injuries. Wiltfong, the tight end, lines up in the left slot. They hand it off to Adrian Soto around the right side. He gets to the 40 and then gets his legs taken out from under him. He'll pick up about three yards. And it brings up third down and seven. Tigers are three of eight on third down. Tied right now at 14-14. This conversion is a giant one because of the long drives that Central Missouri has been able to put together. Yeah, they've been methodical on offense. Two 17-play drives. Third down and seven. Tigers from their own 40. Tied at 14 with a little over seven minutes to go in a game. Soto lines up in the backfield left of Fuller. Two receivers right, two to the left. There's the snap. Chance dropping back. Has time. Throws. It's incomplete. Tried to go to Okachuku, who had a stretch for it. Even if he catches it, it's at the 41. It's not going to be enough. And Fort A. State's going to have to punt it away. Oh, and if you watch the offense come off the field, nobody's going off in a group. It's 11 individuals going in different directions to come off the field. Uh, th- this, this team is so far down on themselves right now. Well, Sausage had a good day punting. 
Had a 57-yarder and a 44-yarder in his last two. It's a low snap, bounces into him, line drive kick. It lands inside the 30. He averts disaster. It'll roll all the way down to the 22-yard line. It's going to be a 38-yard punt. The snap bounced in. Sassano was able to make the snag, and then his line drive punt probably didn't go more than seven feet off the ground. Rolls down to the 22-yard line. And the Mules have it first and ten. I've been right in front of Jackson down on the sideline, and somehow he was still able to get that away, Jackson. Yeah, that he was, and he's been having a pretty darn good day punting the football. That one still able to roll his way, but, yeah, I don't know how he handled that one. He's got good hands, but, yeah, good balance, too, in favor of Fort Hayes State. Sideline update brought to you today by Hayes Kalon, the secret to a beautiful lawn. First and ten Mules now tied 14-14 with the Tigers. They're on 22-yard line. Tweehouse dropping back the pass. He has time. He's got a man wide open, and he overshoots Cam Saunders, who would have scored. Four-day State has David Arteaga in there, the redshirt sophomore from Garden City who played at Fort Scott Community College. He got beat on the play. Four-day State is beat up right now, and it's second down at 10. They dodge a bullet. They've got players in who haven't played a whole lot this year Saunders makes the catch if the turf monster doesn't get him at the 45 it he looked back for the ball and then at the last second a cleat caught in the turf Artiaga is the cornerback here on the near side so Fort A State is down a couple of cornerbacks in this game play out on a handoff and a big time hit by Javaris Sanders on J.D. Kolb back of the 20-yard line a tackle for loss hasn't been a lot of them today they gave it to Kolb and Javaris Sanders there to blow that one up it'll bring up third down at 12. we'll say third and 11. Central Missouri is four for 13 on third down in this ball game they are three for six in the second half. So much better job since halftime. From their own 21-yard line, third down and 11 for the Mules. We're tied at 14 with 6.08 to go in the game. Tway House back to throw. Pocket crumbling. He's going to run. He's got some room to the 25. He's got a first down 30 to the 40. And he has a first down to the 41-yard line. Brought down by Ty Cooper. Tigers couldn't corral him. And then everybody was in pass coverage. And it's a first down scamper to the 42-yard line. A 22-yard run by Logan Tweehouse. It matches his career long run that he had earlier this year. Actually, he had it at Washburn when he was in Ichabod. Up to the 42-yard line. 14-14 tie, five and a half to go. Mules, team that led Carney all the way to the very end, eventually losing. There's a lob pass caught by Smith over the top of a couple of Tigers. Perez in coverage. Arteaga, the tackle of the Fort A. State 46-yard line. And it moves the chains for a first down on a gain of 12. That was a great touch pass over the top of a couple of defenders and just dumped it right into the receiver. Yeah, Tweehouse right over the top. It was well played by Fort Hayes yeah. State. But sometimes you tip your cap to the other team. Perez was there, and he jumped about as high as he could and went right over his fingertips. There's a keeper by Tweehouse. Breaks out of a tackle by Mallory. Breaks. Oh, he doesn't break out of Johnson's tackle. Looked like he may slip it, but John Johnson makes a big stop of the 44. It's a... Gain of only a couple after Tweehouse looked like he was going to scamper for a big gain, and now it brings up a second down at eight. Inside five to go in the game. Tied at 14 here in Warrensburg. Well, Tweehouse is really trusting his offensive line. That's what happened on that third and 11. He just trusted the line, kept moving up and up and up in the pocket, let the defense go around, and just 
went right up the middle of the defense. Two tight ends, Smith wide receiver left, Saunders here to the right, play action, Tweehouse has all sorts of time, now throws it late, and it's going to be caught at the 20-yard line by Sanders. Saunders to the 15 and taken down to the 14-yard line by Mason Perez. They just found an open spot, oh, Jordan and Jordan Starks is, Starks is oh, hurt. Oh, boy. Jordan Starks was in coverage. He fell down and not putting any weight on that left leg. First down to the 16-yard line. That's a 28-yard pass completion. The Mules have it inside the red zone. Four-day state has not been in the farm, but in supply red zone all day today. I'm glad I said it in the first half, and now you said it here in the second half so they could get their read. Farm Implement and Supply, combines, hay equipment, skid steer loaders, and compact tractors. You'll find all you need at Farm Implement and Supply in Plainville and Colby. So Hunter Brown now the safety. You've so, got Ortega at cornerback. Forte State getting deep in the depth chart now. First and ten mules trying to take the lead with four minutes to go in a game. Tweehouse letting that play clock wind down. It's inside ten seconds. There's the snap. Tweehouse back to pass. Tigers blitz. It's the throw to the end zone. It's incomplete. He was trying to go to Smith, who was covered by Brown. Smith had some inside leverage, but the pass was offline. It's incomplete. A miscommunication. And the Tigers ran a blitz off the edge. Uh, Mason Perez is the one that brought the heat that time. And Tweehouse saw it, and he panicked. It was the one, one time that he didn't trust his offensive line. He had more than enough time to throw. It's just he, whatever reason, didn't have the trust in him. Second and 10 for the Mules at the 16 of Fort A State, trying to break a 14-14 tie with 3.50 to go. There's going to be a keeper by Tweehouse, the quarterback taken down inside the 10 at the 9. Sterling Swopes and John Johnson there on the tackle. They bring him down to the 9-yard line. He rambles for 7 and brings up a third down. And I'm going to say, yeah, third down at the just inside of the 9. We'll call third and 5. And Jordan Starks back into the ballgame. Well, that is certainly uh, good news. Well, it, it's not hurting any less. No, but he's, he's just able right now to accept the pain t- the pain level that it is after getting getting hurt. One of the leaders on that Tiger defense. He's back there setting up at the goal line. Third down and five, but the Mules in field goal range tied at 14. Tweehouse dropping back to pass. He throws it over the hands of the tight end Malik Claiborne. It was leaking out over the left flat. He was open. That pass sailed high and now it's fourth down and here comes the field goal unit. Remember Fort A State missed one in the third, second quarter. No pause real quick before the kick. Ten seconds for identification. This is Fort A State football. 26-yard field goal attempt from Chris Diddle, who's three for six this season. Ball is on the left hash. Good snap. There's the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. He just got it in the right upright. And Central Missouri, for the first time today, has the lead on a 26-yard Chris Diddle field goal. Well, this game is on the offense. It was 14-0. The Tiger defense has given up 17 points. And if we're rolling into this morning, leaving at 5.30 in the morning, and Gerard, you predict Fort Hayes State gives up 17 points today, I wonder by how many the Tigers win by. Yeah. And that's just not what has happened here. And playing without several key members of the offense, they're unable to move the ball. The defense was just playing without several key members of the defense, and they got the stop. They gave up three, but they got a stop and didn't give up seven. The Tigers missed a field goal in that second quarter, a 44-yarder. And that's when the Mules came back with that 17-play drive that fumbled at the goal line right before halftime. 
keep the game at 14-0, but Florida State has done virtually nothing in the second half, and they're going to have one more chance here. 3.04 to go. They have all three timeouts. Schramer and Soto will be back deep to receive this kick. It would start with some good field position, something that's been hard to come by. Their better field position has come after flipping the field on punts. So Schramer and Soto back inside to five to receive the kick. They're down 17-14. They won by four in Hayes in 18. They lost by four here in 19. They're down by three now in 21 with three minutes to go. Line drive, end over end kick. Soto's going to watch it sail five yards deep into the end zone. And Fort A. State will have it at their own 25-yard line. A field goal ties it. A touchdown could give them the lead and possibly win it with 3.04 to go. But that is a tall task on an offense that has struggled mightily since halftime. And the Tigers were driving once here in the second half. And then a bad pass that was tipped and intercepted is what turned the tide. Tigers were up 14-7 at that point. And it's been it was all, early fourth quarter. All mule set. Stapp and Okachuku, wide receivers left. Wilt Fong, the tight end, and Birchfield, wide receivers right. Chapman, the running back. This crowd that has stuck around into it now. Flap, snap back to Fuller. He's got Chapman. Little middle screen. He angles to the 30 and stumbles ahead to the 31-yard line. He was able to fight off a would-be tackler there in Dylan Price. He gets it out to the 31. It's a gain of six on first down. And, and Price ended up still making the tackle, and that's the tackles Fort Hay State yep. hasn't finished. Fort Hay State has not finished anything today. Second down and four. Tigers from their own 31, down three, but two and a half to go in a game. Fuller in the shotgun, hands it off to Keelan Chapman. He had spun around, stays on his feet to the 20-35 and a first down to the 37. Boy, he just kept those legs moving, finally found a crease, and he's got a first down. And there's a mule down on the play, too. The uh, the awareness that time for, and I think that's Devin Smith. It is Devin Smith. He's a good one. Honorable mention all MIAA in 19. His right leg is what he's grasping for. The the awareness that time of Chapman to know that the one hole that he needed to get the first down was available to him. Instead of trying to string that out a little further to try to hit the big home run, get the first down, get the fresh set of downs. So they'll attend to Devin Smith, the redshirt senior out of Quincy, Illinois, playing in his 41st game today, making his 21st start as a mule. He had 13 tackles, a career high against Ferris State in their playoff game two years ago and he's leaving under his own power today's fourth quarter brought to you by Bud Light Seltzers dive in taste buds enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today and remember to always drink responsibly Tiger football also brought to you by BTI they're your John Deere dealer locations in Buckland Great Bend Greensburg Hoxie Nest City and Pratt BTI our family in partnership with your family First and 10 Tigers, a 12-yard pass to Keelan Chapman, and then a six-yard six yard pass and a six-yard run. He lines up right of Fuller. There's the snap. Here comes the delayed blitz. Chance in the pocket. Throws. He's got Okachuka with the 42 and taken down right there. But he's going to pick up five on first down. Boy, that pocket was quickly crumbled, uh, crumbling, but Chance was able to find Okachuka across the middle to the 42-yard line of the five-yard game. Tigers have all three timeouts. I think Manny Ramsey is one of the toughest guys on this team. He is sitting on the bench, yeah. arm 
tight to his ribs where he's hurt. He can't even get to the sideline to watch right now. Got to figure that may be lingering for a while. Second down at five. Fuller back to pass. He's got Okachuku again. He tries to carry some defenders. Momentum to the 45. It's only a three-yard gain. Clock rolling. A minute 30 to go. Tigers need three to tie, seven to win it. They're at their own 45 and face third down at two. They have all three timeouts, but they got to be in hurry-up mode. Yeah, they got to play with some urgency. Yeah. Okachuku wide receiver left. Birchfield snap to the right. There's the snap. Tigers need two for a first down. Looking downfield for Okachuku. He makes the catch inside the 25 and out of bounds at the Central Missouri 20-yard line. It's a first down on a pass completion of 35. First down, Tigers. And for the first time today, inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. It's the best throw from Chance all day. You know that drill where they drop it in a bucket? They set up a big trash can at the corner of the end zone, and quarterbacks have to just go back and throw it down into that into that corner, into the bucket. That's exactly what that was. A minute nine to play. Tigers down by three. They're at the Mule 20-yard line. Central shows blitz. Here it comes. Chapman picks it up. There's a pass downfield caught by Okachuku. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at the nine. It'll be a first and goal. It's a gain of 11 for Josh Okachuku, and, man, he's been big here this afternoon. Nine catches, 146 yards. Tigers inside that Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply, your local New Holland dealer in Plainville and Colby. Tigers down three. We're inside a minute to go in the game. 51 seconds. They've got it first and goal. They're going to mark it at the seven-yard line. That was a 13-yard completion. Fuller has Chapman to his right. Three receivers right side. Okachuku here to the left. There's the snap. Fuller throws. Okachuku was there, but it passes a little bit low and incomplete. It stops the clock with 37 seconds to go. It was an inside slant route. Take two steps up the field, cut inside, and you can see how this drive has taken its toll on Okachuku because he he did, did not get that hard step to the inside, a lot of contact. Well, normally you make a big pass depletion, you'll come out but bring some fresh legs in. There are no fresh legs. Yeah. Four days day down to their guys. They got to left two tight ends, McDonald and Budkey. And now we have a timeout, I think, called by Central Missouri or Fort Hayes. Central Missouri. They ran somebody on, a player really late. They had 11 on, but when they ran that player on late, they, they didn't even know the formation they were in, and three or four of their guys were just jogging around. Papa downstairs real quick to Jackson Webb on our Hayes Kalon sidelines. Wow, what a gutsy drive here for the Tigers. See if they can finish it off. Oh, yeah, you guys, it's been wild, but Josh Okachuku has been huge all afternoon long, especially down here on this final stretch of this last drive. Chance Fuller, he's hyped up right here. He's getting everybody energized for these last few plays of the game. Hopefully they can punch it in right here. And our sideline updates are brought to you by Hayes Kalon. Give them a call today. They'll come by, give you a cost estimate, run your square footage, and let you know, and you'll have the beautiful lawn. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. Hayes Kalon, the secret to a beautiful lawn. Fort Hayes State down three, 37 seconds left, second and goal from the Central Missouri 7. And for everybody to remember, for the, the coaching staff and for Chance, you don't have to score on the next two plays. I guess in the next two is second down. Yeah. But you don't have to score. You have timeouts. Yep. You have the opportunity. You can work the middle of the field. It, it doesn't have to be. Don't do not do something dangerous. Wilt Fogg and Eric McDonald, tight ends stacked behind one another here on the left side of the formation. Now McDonald goes in motion to the right. 
Second and goal from the seven. McDonald is open, catches the five, lowers his shoulder, he's down to the two. He picks up five. Tigers will call a timeout with 30 seconds to go. He leaked out into the right flat, and that was a great open field tackle over there by Central Missouri. It's the play that he scored on in the Lincoln game a few weeks ago. It was Kamari Johnson who came over to make that tackle and save the touchdown, but it's down to the three. So give him four on the play. Tigers still have two timeouts. They're at the 30-second mark. It'll bring up a third and goal from the Mule three-yard line down 17-14. Well, what a... It hasn't been a pretty game, but it's been an intense game today. Both teams desperate to get back into the win column. Tigers haven't lost three in a row since 2012. I imagine they started 0-4 that year. The conversation that the Tiger coaching staff has to be having amongst themselves right now is, if we don't score here, are we trying a field goal? Good point. And it's a very real question. And I'm not trying to hurt feelings. But you're, you're, you're trying to figure out what to do here. You already missed a field goal. You kicked a field goal to tie against Washburn and then lost in overtime. So do you go for the win, potential win, if if you don't get it here? Tigers back out of the line of scrimmage. It'll be third and goal from the three. That was a nice design play. And give credit to the Mules. They were able to snuff that one out and prevent a touchdown. Third and goal from the three. Ball on the right hash. Chapman to the right of Fuller. Okachuku, the long receiver left side. Fuller bootleg right, throws the end zone. Wide open, Wiltfong. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Hayden Wiltfong, first career touchdown. And the Tigers take the lead with 26 seconds to go. He was all by himself in the back of the end zone. And a strike from Chance Fuller. And the Tigers are back on top with 26 seconds left. It's a blown coverage, but it's also well disguised by the Tigers because they act like they're going to do a rollout coverage. They're going to go out to the right side, and they want to get everybody to those flats. And that's where, but, uh, not Budke, but rather uh, Wiltfong. Wiltfong. I, I say that because Budke was supposed to be on <laughs> on this extra point, and yeah. they had to run somebody on for him. Here we go. Avila Castro, big extra point to make this a four-point lead. High snap. Brown gets it down. There's the kick, and it is good right through the middle. And Forday State has come back, and they lead 21-17. With 26 seconds to go in this game, Jackson Webb. Well, there we go. How's that sideline now? Yeah, they're really on their feet, super excited, and everybody super congratulatory of Hayden Wilfong. First touchdown as a Tiger. Couldn't have came at a bigger spot. And like you guys set it up there, they had it perfectly disguised. Chance Floor stops on a dime, steps up in the pocket, and delivers a back or a backside throw to Hayden Wilfong. And so happy for that young man. Wilfong battling cancer, missed a year, and he's back and gets his first career touchdown. That's only a second catch of the year and it has the Tigers on top of 26 seconds to go nine play 75 yard drive for Fort A. State well they finally busted through finally broke through the wall that was set up here at uh, Central Missouri and and Jackson had it exactly right they rolled out to the right and and when you're the tight end on that play you slow play it you act like that you got behind the play and you let everybody go and then you sneak out to the middle of the end zone because you let that safety over the top and the linebackers over the top think that you're out of the play, that you fell behind and that's one less blocker and then you're just wide open in the back of the end zone. 
And now the kickoff from Parker Janke. Boy, if he can put one in the end zone, would be nice. No wind at all today. It's a squib kick. It's going to roll inside the 30. It's going to be taken at the 25-yard line, out across to the 36. And Forday State was there in coverage, and they had a lot of them there, including the kicker, Parker Janke. Brown was also there, Hunter Brown, and the Mules will have it first and 10 of their own 36-yard line. They had to call a timeout during that drive, so they have two left. They now need a touchdown. A field goal would only pull them to within one. Remember, though, they had some open receivers in Fort A. State. They are down some bodies. We see Travion Mitchell, the May South product in a cornerback here on the near side. Fort A. State has gone deep. Four and five deep in the playbook. Back to pass is Twiaus being chased. He throws it late. He's got a man open. It's almost intercepted. It's caught but out of bounds. Perez showing some athleticism. It was intended for Saunders over his head, and Perez made a great catch, but he landed about two feet out of bounds. Well, with that catch in film this week, he may take that to Al McCray and yeah, say, Coach, you're might, down some receivers. They might need him. If you need me to go both ways on this. I might be able to help you out. That was a great catch. 15 seconds left. Second and 10 mules from their own 36. They're down four to the Tigers. Tweehouse back to pass. Three down lineman rush. Tweehouse has time. Throws it across the field. Caught by Saunders. He's at the Tiger 40. And then taken down from behind by Travion Mitchell at the 40-yard line. A gain of 24. It's a first down, and the Mules will call a timeout. They'll have one remaining. They're at the Fort Hayes State 40, needing a touchdown. Tigers lead to 21-17 after the Chance Fuller three-yard touchdown pass to Hayden Wiltfong in his first career touchdown catch for Fort Hayes State. One of the guys in the middle of this defensive huddle right now is Lake Heimerman. And from the moment that Lake got hurt, even in the game that he got hurt, he was crutching himself out into the defensive huddle. And, and Miles Mingus and John Johnson have both said that Lake has never just not helped them out. He's been right out there trying to help out the freshman the entire way. And that takes a lot. I, you know, I don't know if Lake's, Lake's career is going to extend past this year or not. I think that's probably a conversation that he has to have with himself. But if it does not, he's making the most of what's left of it since he's not able to play. Yeah, the Halstead product is having a great, great season and went down with that knee injury. Is that the Carney game? Yeah. What are you providing the team? Yep. And that's what they're figuring out. Still a part of the team. Montario Birchfield (laughs) is out on offense now. Fort A. State has three guys back. Yeah, we saw this at the win over Northwest. That's not Birchfield. No, that's Starks who also wears eight. No, that's. Oh, I see. No, that is. um, Somebody wearing number zero. Oh, you right. know what? That is Birchfield. You can't have two players. They both wear eight. Oh. And so he has to put on a different jersey. So that is Montario Birchfield, who's wearing number zero for that play. Four days have a couple of duplicate numbers, but you can't have two guys wearing on the same side. You can have an offense, defense, special teams. And so, yeah, we saw that. Remember Harley Hazlett got that interception, in fact, when they had their first win over Northwest in 2017 in Maryville, brought in some receivers. And they were all lined up inside the five-yard line. So basically, we're down to this final play with six seconds to go. Mules call their final timeout. And there you go. It looked like Birchfield going yeah, back Yeah, I think it is. And it is. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, it is. You can see Birchfield, Jimon Preston, Jordan Starks, and Mason Perez all back inside the 15-yard line. Here we go. 
Three receivers right, one left. Here's your ball game. 21-17 Tigers. Six seconds left. Tweehouse takes the snap. Three down Nyman for the Tigers. Tweehouse stepping up. He heaves it toward the end zone. He's got a couple of men down there. It's batted down. It's over. Fort Hayes State has won it. The Tigers knock it away in the end zone. And Fort Hayes State ends their two-game skid with a gutsy win here in Warrensburg. They knock off the Mules 21-17. Fort Hayes State survives today. It was a shaky second half, but, man, they put it together offensively when they had to and drove down the field and scored and get the victory this afternoon over Central Missouri. 21-17, your final. We will be back with our next tech wireless post-game, post-game show. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Coach, congratulations on the win. Team kind of did everything they needed to do to not win at times and just did enough to pull off the victory today. We did. You know, it's just one of those things, you know, when we, we got to get back to the drawing board. I mean, watch our film and really start figuring out what our kids can do, what they're comfortable doing. You know, I'm disappointed we didn't get to really get our run game going again today. And we got to figure out what's going on in that, that instance. And then, you know, defensively, it's our tackling. You know, we got to become better tacklers, see what we're hitting, wrap up, grab jersey, run our feet. I feel like we're just kind of diving at people instead of going through it. But you know what? It's a win. You know, we needed this win. The kids needed this win. It's been hard, you know, this entire year. But, you know, we're, we're finding ways to try to get through it. What did you notice in the moments that your team was really good versus the moments that your team wasn't very good because there were plenty of both? Just, just the kids making plays when they needed to. And that was something we talked about, you know. You know, in our pregame thing, it's like, Manny, you might not have a catch today, but that's okay. As long as you're running your routes hard and you're blocking hard and doing the things that you needed to do, that helps this team win. And, and it goes across the board, you know, with our guys said, D-Lyman, you might not get a total sack on the quarterback, but as long as you pressure and you keep pressuring, it, it helps your secondary out. And, you know, it's just everybody working together, understanding their job on the field. And, you know, when we did our job well on the field, you could see that. But when we kind of relaxed a little bit and just kind of got ahead and, and just kind of like we typically do lately is, is relaxing and not putting the throttle down, you know, bad things happen. You know, Central Missouri is a good football team. They really are. they got a lot of things going for them as well. They wanted that win just as bad as we did. You know, but our kids, you know, found a way to get it done there at the end. Saw two or three guys leave the game because of injuries, getting hurt, but other people stepping up and making plays. It was a true next man up today. It was, you know, and that's kind of been the last two weeks. You know, we've got a lot of guys going down left and right. I don't know if it's just the grind of the season, uh, the grind of the whole cold year of, of all the practices and the lifting that we've done. And, you know, we got to go back and figure out kind of why we having all these injuries is it because we're not playing physical enough because sometimes when you don't play physical enough you know th- those things tend to happen so you know, we got to figure it out but you know i'm proud of these kids uh, it was a rough week and it's been a rough few weeks and our, our kids battled back they they rallied together supported each other on the sidelines and they found a way to get this w the game winning play i don't think your team could have executed it much better but it was wilt fong with the catch and you could see the joy from the team when he was the one that made that catch it was huge you know just because you know the series before or two series before that you know he dropped the ball they picked it gave them fill position they went down and scored and now we got to rally back and you know he made a play when he needed to you know that's a huge play for us we needed it at that point you know and he brought it in I mean it's always good to do something when you've done something bad and you know I'm proud of that kid he's fighting he's still, he's young he's just a freshman he's still trying to figure this whole thing out but week in and week out he starts to get a little bit better I saw uh, Jordan Starks really flying around today he had a really good game he did but that's Jordan right he, he's always flying around making tackles uh, making plays and going balls and and being where he needs to be and, uh, and sometimes, you know, you well, most of the time you need that leader back there and, and getting
getting guys lined up and understanding what we're trying to do and what we're trying to get accomplished and, and getting those guys fired up. And, you know, when it comes to third down, amping it up the next notch. And you know, that's just something he does for us. Well, and it seemed like at times that things were slipping away from your team. Was there ever a, oh, here we go again moment in central Missouri? Well, it's just, we never, you know, we never play well here, we, and we never have. I mean, kind of like when we go to Mo West, we never play well against Mo West, and uh, it was one of those moments. Like, man, here we go, but we got to buckle down and figure out a way to get this W. And uh, you know, our kids, they went down, and got the field goal, they gave us some time on the clock, and uh, the coach Brian did a good job of calling the plays, and our guys did a good job of executing it. And you know, it, it's a team win. You know, it was special teams, it was offense, it was defense. We did it together, and that's what I'm so proud of. You know, our kids for getting that done. Not a true two-minute offense going down the field to try to get that that last score. Is it similar to something that you would have worked on in practice? It's every every Thursday for sure. We work on that. It's, it's you know, one O versus one D, and and we do that every single Thursday just to make sure that we're prepared in that situation, in that instance. Sometimes just in practice, we, we step it up and, and make the tempo a little bit quicker so they get used to moving the ball down the field. And you know, our kids understand the plays that we truly try to run in those situations. And you know, they execute it. You know, towards the end there, and that, and that last drive, and you know, I'm proud of our kids. And it's you know them, you know, focus because sometimes you know you lose focus when you keep doing that drill over and over every week but they've been locked in their tune but when you're going one offense versus one defense defense don't want to score offense wants to score so there's there's some good competition there and they get that that's what that's what won this ball game coach congratulations safe travels back to Hayes thank you back to you Gerard